0: Reader mail number
1: fourteen Hello everybody and welcome to Reader Mail number 13 14 we just said 14 I can't believe I did that for those that don't know we are Triangle Square a PlayStation podcast. My name is Saul Bridges followed along with me is Brett Beck and this is our normal Every other Friday episode of Reader Mail, where we ask you guys to ask us questions on Twitter, Discord, and Facebook. We do have a Facebook group, Triangle Squared, a PlayStation podcast. If you are a Facebook user, I'm not, but go ahead and join it. You'll find Brett among other users there as well. And, of course, you can catch our normal episodes of Triangle Squared every Monday at 10 a.m. PST, noon Central Time across YouTube and all of its podcast platforms. If you find a podcast platform we're not on and you like it, let us know. We'll try to get on that one as well and uh just another little disclaimer is that reader mail is a little bit more on the adult friendly side compared to our more professional laid-back cells on triangle squared so there will be some cursing mildly of course and uh just you know some potentially dirty jokes so if you're watching with children we advise you to uh don't stop, stop immediately. <laughs> yeah, unless you're cool, uh, a cool parent, then that's cool too. But uh <laughs> let's get in this. We start off every episode going through Twitter, Facebook, and then fi- finishing it off with Discord, Facebook, Twitter, Discord. But that's Facebook, okay. Twitter, no, Twitter, Discord, Facebook. Okay, whatever. Yeah, Facebook, Twitter, Discord, and, uh, and you were just, just so,
0: repeating it yourself over there a second ago. Just to fail. I know.
1: Just but uh, for those that uh, that aren't aware, we do take questions in two week intervals, and uh, if you ask us a question and you don't hear an answered, don't fret, don't frown, don't worry. It'll be in episode fifteen. So, uh, Brett, why don't you start us off with Facebook?
0: All right, on Facebook, Mister Josh Shoop asked us, "What would you do?" but i bomb kitten what would oh. you do if you suddenly had one billion dollars fall into your laps would you be the types to give to charity give money to friends how would you go about dispersing this empire of money Fun uh, question.
1: that's a yeah that's a lot of money too um it's pretty easy for me to answer because I've actually fantasized about stuff like this before uh, since you know I, hate I my,
0: fantasize about being a millionaire yeah I
1: hate my job but <laughs> um so what I would do is I would buy a nice house in a nice neighborhood and probably Fort Worth and then I would buy a top floor condo in downtown Dallas. Um or a, you know, a, cond- a condominium, you know. You can't really I'm not gonna buy a whole condo building. But I'm gonna buy like myself and my wife a condo building and a nice house. And honestly, I like my car, I'll pay my car off, I'll buy Annie a new car, and then from then on out it will be as it'll be simple as helping friends and family get to places in life that they wish they could have gotten to that they couldn't have or they haven't yet. And then I would give a considerable amount to charity. Cause I feel like that's just the right non-selfish thing to do. And I can't imagine spending all of that money in a lifetime. So there's that. I would, um, probably invest smartly with it as well. I would definitely hire an accountant and a financial advisor to tell me where to invest. And, uh, certain stuff like that just to make sure I'm set for life. And once I'm set for life, I will kind of deck out my house and my condo with stuff that l- I love. Uh new video game setups with a brand new gaming PC, stuff like that. Expensive stuff that you know, I could typically have in real life and just that takes longer to get, but I could instantly have it. And then <clears throat> I would probably then just focus on Twitch streaming for fun. I don't even care if I got like three viewers. It would just be something to do. And my laptop just died. So I definitely can't answer Twitter questions for a while.
0: But uh, Well, hopefully by the time we get through the Facebook, I can <clears throat> let you bum my charger.
1: Yeah, that would work. But uh, yeah, so I, I have thought about this. And uh, I do say Dallas and Fort Worth and nowhere else because honestly i like dallas and fort worth a lot it's uh one of my favorite places to go
0: is it some somehow is it a little bit related to family being there too i mean that's a big bonus yeah but, yeah uh, it's just it's a fun
1: place to go there's always stuff there to do compared to here and you know you have a billion dollars like even after all this and, and giving and, and helping i would still have hundreds of millions of dollars if i wanted to take a vacation down to california it's not going to hurt me so yeah for sure yeah so that's and that's just one of the things that i that I have planned, but and I actually thought about this question, but like if I won the lottery, like the mega billions or whatever it's called, but I don't play the lottery. So that's obviously a dream, but
0: Brett, what about you? I love that long running thing where people like, uh, but what if I win the lottery? I'm like, have you ever played the lottery? Well, no, then you are literally yeah. skipping out on the first step that yeah. it takes to even be in the realm of what if you won the lottery? I can't wake it till I make the steak. Oh, you can't cook. Nope.
1: <laughs> How are you going to make the steak? I don't know. The steak's going to be good, though. No, it's not.
0: So, but um, not going to be a good state. Mine's similar in this. My starting point would be that a billion dollars is a ton of money. It, yeah, it truly it's, is. It's it's more than you would ever need in your lifetime. But part of the way that I would be smart about doing it is I would not just burn through the billion dollars with not much to show for it. I mean, yeah, when you buy land and property and things like that, they become assets and they do have a value. But like cars and stuff like that more often than not your value is going to tank imme- immensely. Yeah, um, when you buy a new car, drop
1: it off the lot. Exactly. The that, that tire hits it's fresh road, it's 40% less value um, roughly. Yeah. But and that's why I said I would stick with my car, pay it off sure. and then buy sure. any a new car and not get like a Ferrari or something. I don't want to show my wealth. That's not a thing I like. I don't like showing off wealth.
0: Okay, I'm not going to show off my wealth because this, uh, this is not a ridiculous car. This is what I should say. Um, I would probably keep my car that I have right now just to have it, mm-hmm. I would buy an actual truck that is in better shape than the one I have like just, just for posterity's sake. Get a Ford Raptor. No, that's $100,000 depending on what you want.
1: No, you can definitely get a Ford Raptor for like eighty grand.
0: Yeah, that's just starting point. Yeah. <laughs> but my point is, how in about, general. How many hundreds of thousands of dollars is, is $1 billion? Isn't it like I, I, I get that. But listen, my point billion? being is that you just said you don't want to show your wealth. Buying a Raptor is the That's epitome showing of showing your wealth. Your There's so
1: many Raptors around this town, and this is not a wealthy town.
0: Okay, I hate to tell you that I know two of the people that have Raptors in this town, and they are both essentially nearing millionaire status right now.
1: I'm sure they are, but I'm just saying that, like... That's money, boy. <laughs> I, I think of showing your wealth, like, maybe from a truck side of things, which I don't really care about, sure. But, like, I'm thinking of, like, Ferraris. Look, I'll give, you this. I'll give you this. My Billies. boss,
0: the person who owns the company I work for, is it's a family company... He is a man who is the perfection of not showing your wealth in any kind of visible way. It's more of perceivable ways in the community and stuff like that. But he drives up until now. He finally bought a new, but it was still just a Ford Expedition, a, a pretty real, normal car that a lot of people end up getting. But he but he drove a Ford Excursion, a gold 2003 Ford Excursion, since he bought it in 2003, brand new. And it looked exactly like he did when he bought it brand new. He has the people at the, work, at the wash bay where I work clean it for him. He keeps it in immense condition. So he had that for a long time. Um, that's be my my kind of thing. I'd buy a truck brand new that's relatively normal. I would might even buy a Ford Ranger, something on the smaller side that I like a little bit. It's a hundred it's a one million times a thousand. Okay.
1: Either or way. A I said a hundred thousand
0: times oh, okay. million, yes, a million. Yeah, I got you. But anyway. So I would buy I'd either pay my car off and buy a truck, or I might sell my car because the one thing I've always wanted is the truck could be something I use to carry around Kyrie car and everything in, and then also be a truck. But I've always wanted, and I'm really kicking myself for not getting it when I had to. And it's partially cause I was trying to be like the third door does give uh, the benefit of having room for a child later. But I've always wanted, at the time, it was a Scion FRS. Scion's gone under. So now it's either getting a uh, Subaru BRZ, which I also love. They or just a have GTR. a different on the front, or the Toyota 86. So they're oh, all thought, three the same cars. Now, I, I would also love a Nissan GTR. They're beautiful, but they're also in the $80,000 range. Whereas I could get a car that I think looks beautiful and drives fantastically because I've driven an FRS uh, and they're beautiful cars. I love them to death. I'd get a Subi just. Uh, the, but
1: how much like Okay so like showing That's like a $35,000 car well, that's 40, a good, I guess that's a good conversation though Is that like How much is Showing too much wealth Because I don't think An $80,000 truck Like you see Escalades Running around with grandma's driving them That are $80,000 yeah. I don't think of them As wealthy I'm like oh that's A, a, a very typical thing to see Yeah So like That's people think, who are smart With their retirement yeah. Typically but look, or no, that, it's just people who are too old. They know they're going to die. They don't care about taking out a car loan. There's
0: that too. But okay, look, leading to the main point of it is that how are you going to keep getting money coming in so that you can do not necessarily the extravagant things. But yeah, the one thing I've learned about investments is that you got to be really careful about who you trust because there's financial tons of people who lawyer. steal money.
1: That's why you get those two. That's what I said. A financial advisor <laughs> and a personal lawyer.
0: What I would probably do is do the similar thing, but have it to where it's a financial advisor who has no control over my account. All they do No, of course is not. I pay them money to tell you and what all they do money. is say do this. this stock is looking really good right now. You should probably get in at the ground floor, and then I go okay. Or this, and I do it, yeah, not well, them do it, yeah. I mean that's um, what I
1: meant. Like I don't, I'm not going to give somebody money, and then well, like, like
0: you know you heard the story of Dane Cook's brother like stealing all of yeah, his money, right? Yeah. So it's stuff like that. I, trust, that makes I won't you, trust
1: anybody in my life would like that.
0: That's what's crazy. It's like even family. You know, it's like yeah. you just got to be careful. Now that doesn't mean that I'm not going to give my family money, but I'm not going to give them all of my money. There was like access. S- So there was somebody who won the lottery
1: or his wife won the lottery and then divorced her husband because she won the lottery and then the judge made her pay the the husband out. (laughs) She's like, You're not gonna do that. That's stupid. Like y'all are married. Like you 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 won it while you're married, you're gonna pay him out. Yeah. Yeah, I mean it's like you can't like like trust anybody. But
0: Anyway, going back to the heart of it, yeah, I do that. But really, my investments would probably be—I do a little bit like that and control it all. But I would do probably more local investments wherever I end up. I would da- guaranteed keep this house, and I would finish re—I honestly, it sounds kind of weird to say—I would for the most part recreate it exactly as it originally looked, was, but in but in yeah. immaculate shape.
1: Oh, I thought you were saying in a different location. No, no, no. no. Okay. I yeah, love this cool house too. and where it's at, and yeah. this is
0: a great neighborhood. I would probably keep this house. I might let family stay in it, because realistically, I could afford if they mess it up within reason. Mm-hmm. It'd be fine. Uh, but it's just important. If I come in Texarkana to visit, if I do end up moving away, I have this place to stay yeah. or whatever. Or if I end up staying in Texarkana because it's good cost of living or whatever, and I have the money to easily fly to Dallas if I wanted to or whatever, fly anywhere from here if I really wanted to. Yeah, too bad uh, that
1: like, our airport here sucks.
0: It's about to be expanding.
1: Still going to suck.
0: We'll see. It's going to have Unless they're
1: going to bring us new planes.
0: They are going to have better terminals, new terminals, more terminals and, and new planes that okay. are able to because part of the limitations we have is our terminal size. Yeah, but it's it It cannot hold certain planes.
1: I hear yeah, I hear a lot of the 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 main concern from my airport is the plane size mm-hmm. and the the rigidness of the planes.
0: Yeah. Uh but anyway, to finish up the answer yeah i would probably do like rental homes wherever i'm at and then just pay somebody to be the rental home kind of head where he goes around does all the maintenance work or schedules it uh you know essentially collects the rent puts it in there and then I just pay him off of that uh, or he the rent goes directly to me and I just pay him a lot to do that so that I don't have to think about it that's a good net positive you get assets and houses you get money coming in every month you give people housing I wouldn't even gouge for pricing I'd be relatively I would make sure I'm making a profit because that's just smart but it wouldn't be drastic and it would just it'd be a benefit to be able to help people I might even actually do it at cost if I can afford it because you're essentially breaking even and I still have the you asset you could definitely of the house.
1: afford it at $1 billion. yeah of course like, i'm um, assuming this question is 1 billion after yes. taxes i would
0: help my friends very much like him i would do the things i've always dreamed of i would get back into doing music probably because I, I wouldn't have to work i'd have free time yeah. i would do music and i would also balance this like we've always wanted to and kind of do a balance of the two uh, and hit this full-on let saul and i really try and live this dream out and see how far we could take it when we're not worried about being anchored down by work um and that would be great you know and uh and other familial you know commitments or whatever that you have to worry about but um and I would definitely, I'd, I'd buy, even the people in my family who probably don't deserve it, I'd give them the best one up I could. I wouldn't give them money. I would say, yeah. here's a house that's paid off and it's going to be modest. Yeah, like For my sister, I'd be like, look, Here's a one Listen, bedroom, half bathroom. Here, no, here's here's a so that you have a family. Here's a two or three bedroom house with one or two baths. That's modest. That's a seventy to eighty thousand dollar house. It's paid off. You don't have to worry about that anymore. Here's a car, brand new. It's safe for you and your daughter. But it's again a Honda a Accord. Hyundai. No, no, no. Screw Hyundai, that. We're whatever. a Hyundai family. We are a Hyundai family. But either way, my point is modest car. Do that. Give Trace a decent place to live as well. Do my mom good. Get them everything that they want. Set them up to where, within reason, all they have to do is. Work bare minimum to make sure they can cover their bills. Houses are paid off. All they have to do is kind of cover electricity bills, monthly things, and that'd be awesome. Yeah, but the, and I other, would give to other big issue
1: with that kind of thing is taxes. Making yeah, sure. they can sure. afford the taxes on home. When but died. if
0: the house, you know, like my mom's house, I could just pay her house off and then expand it, and she's fine. Yeah. Uh, and same with Trace and Alyssa. They can like this is a pretty good sized house, and I can afford the taxes on this easily. Yeah. So. When you look at it like that, like, my taxes on this every year are $340. And
1: that's the thing, too, is I'm not a very fancy person. Like, no, I, will, I like I, I don't need extravagancies. I'm, the one thing I will want in a new house or condo or whatever it would be is a bathtub that I could fit myself while laying down. It, true. Like, I would treat myself in ways like that where yes. it's not like, I'm going to make sure I eat uh, caviar and lobster every day. No, I'm still probably going to go down to Wendy's and get <laughs> Wendy's <laughs> yeah. or... At that point, I'll probably hire a personal assistant, which would be one of my friends who would fly to Texarkana and get me Fuji's sushi. No, oh, there you like go. There you go. There you go. So that's
0: that. And then you get to help the community you came from. Be like, I'm going to hook them up, give, my, give that business some, some I more don't, money. And, too bad that there's not patronage. a lot
1: of businesses here that actually I feel that way towards.
0: There's a couple. I would definitely... I, Ironwood has got my back. I love them. I Our, would come Iron back to eat Ironwood. One. i would make sure they get some money here and there I think Ironwood is like one of the only ones but here's my big one you you ready so of course I'd give the charity and part of the reason I would do investments is so I can continuously give the charity and I wouldn't dump too much money into one charity I'd, I'd give a large sum to one charity that I know and I understand how it works I'd look into it and then every year or so I'd look at one charity that I really want to help and just give them a good lump sum like you know a million of this charity a million of this charity. And as long as I have revenue coming back in, I keep keep having money. I'm not living an extravagant life because I don't want that either. I The the thing about a billion dollars is that it wouldn't buy me all these weird niceties that I'd have to be concerned about. I would treat myself a little bit, but for the most part, it's about the freedom that that money gives you to live the, your life the way that you see fit. Yeah. Not from a level of status and standpoint, would, but yeah. from uh, me being able to be happy about the things that I I'm doing in I wouldn't care about time. that.
1: I wouldn't like... If I got famous on Twitch or whatever just because I would Twitch stream on most days, like so be it. But I'm not shooting yeah, for that. But that's not I are mean, trying, trying to be comfortable, yeah. And, and you're, th-
0: trying to, you're trying to feel like you're getting to do everyday things that you love to do.
1: Yeah. You want to come see me start over Dark Souls Remastered 10 times in <laughs> like two days just to find out the perfect min max for okay. a build, then you'll love me on Twitch.
0: My biggest one, though, and then I'll end this is by state downtown, you have to know where Texas Canada's at. We're a Twin City. And because of that, downtown our downtown sucks in comparison to most cities because they've really butchered the way a downtown should work in front of the entire reason that our city exists, which is we are a we are three states kind of really close to each other, and that's why the name of the city is Texarkana. It's Texas, Texas. Arkansas, and Louisiana. Yeah, Um, and no, we're not all the
1: same state. I swear to God, there's people that think that.
0: Oh yeah, no, we're not.
1: And people uh, think that if you're in Texas, it's like, well, it doesn't matter. We're in Texarkana. I'm in Texas and in Arkansas, right? Like when thing, when laws matter, like yeah. when people talk buy a beer on Sundays, <laughs> they're like, I'm in Texarkana. It's both. No, it's not, you idiot. There's still state laws. Yeah, yeah. You're, you know, you're literally in the, the state of Arkansas. Uh,
0: but anyway, when you're looking at all that, uh, the way that they did downtown is right on the state line, they built in the 80s this really hideous building that doesn't fit the rest of the architecture of downtown at all, and they built it directly. And I mean directly on the opposite side of the street of Union Station, which is the. Entire entire reason the city exists it's about boston yes about ugly building That's oh dude big, hold on building. hold on it's ugly in context to where it's at it I does not match downtown at all well it's because it's nothing style else in, in, architecture
1: well it's been nothing else in downtown has ever been renovated from but, like the 60s well or it's 70s. not about renovation
0: downtown like when you go to when you go to hot springs downtown everything still looks of its time period but nice well you know what i'm saying a prison Oh, I I get that, but why would you build that when you have ample places right in front of the what should be our main historical and tourist attraction? I'm just saying it's a prison. That's why they don't care
1: about how it looks. No, but they should. And if you're going to do that, it's like a courthouse prison
0: area. Like, yeah, well, Arkansas is completely backed out of it. So really, Arkansas has their own courthouse, which is old style, and I actually like the way it looks. It needs renovation, but it's a beautiful looking building, and it matches down. There's a
1: smell that gives me nostalgia from that courthouse, and I don't know why.
0: Anyway, I would tear down by state. I would buy, I'd buy the lot, make a park directly in front of Union Station, fix Union Station up, make it a historical place and a tourist attraction. You would not be able to buy that property. It's government owned. Oh, if I—I I promise, I could guarantee. I, nothing actually, in this,
1: nothing in this town is worth that much money. <laughs> more, right more well, more
0: importantly, Texas is actually trying to get out of owning all their property because that puts all of—and I only know this because of the business that I'm in uh, and some of the customers I have. Texas does not want to own anything that they can get out from under it. They're trying. So, what their point? Is, what their plan is is to sell everything and then just rent the building because that means all every time that it comes down to things like fixing leaking roofs or anything like that, or if you need a full leak roof replacement or full air conditioning replacement, you don't have to pay that that is really strenuous on the tax money because you never know when it's going to happen and it completely ruins your budget but if you're leasing a place the leasing price already has that handled so when those things come up they don't affect your state budget at all so texas is actually actively trying to get out of owning any building that they're in they do not want to own it they want to lease it which is actually smart weird yeah so again I would be able to probably do this uh without any real problem. I'd make I did it a not park. Know that. Yeah, I'd make it a park uh and I would pay to I would pay for a new building to be built up or whatever. That would be like my contribution. It's like look I understand what this is, but we're going to tear it down and we're going to be smart with what we're doing with downtown from here forward and we're going to build this somewhere that makes a lot more sense, definitely since it's only Texas now. Build it on
1: Texas side. I do think there's an inherent problem with like the poverty in our town. Like it's not very poor, but it's just like we have a homeless like a homeless problem, mm-hmm. like every city does yeah similar to, yeah, like similar to San Francisco and stuff like that, like where I won't say similar
0: there just to clarify there are not homeless people crapping in the street across the entire town to where you have to it happens oh it happens that's not there, poop I saw there one is day, not I a need you. for an app to tell you where people have pooped and peed when I went to okay this is a perfect example that's true. have you ever been walking downtown or anywhere in this city and smelled a breeze of strong pee just come across you once every five minutes
1: uh yeah actually that one we would go explore downtown. every
0: single day no, well not every day. You said went downtown went downtown. Oh every well, yeah, day. but I mean, but like, I mean, it's every five minutes. You smell. I'm, I'm not outside that much. Okay, because this is exactly what was going on in San Francisco. Yeah, where we were going, parts of
1: San Francisco. That's not all of San Francisco. Dude, most
0: of San Francisco. Do you know that it was pretty? I do you love know it. that
1: human waste uh, engineers, or whatever they're called, that pick up the make stuff tons they make tons of money. Do they make like a like hundred a year? Yeah,
0: I know it's crazy. Sign me up. Anyway, that's where I'm at. Yeah, uh, Great question, Josh. Yeah, very comfortable life, helping out friends and family. Yep. All right, let's see. Danny Candyman via Yobos. I think that's how you say that. Let me know if it's not. With the last minute changes to the PS Plus games of us getting Detroit instead of the soccer game, would it be a good idea to bring back the voting system uh, that they tested out a few years ago? We actually, I think, ended up inadvertently we, talking we about did, this. We
1: did kind of answer this question, um, but yeah, like I think it's a, it's a very double-edged sword uh, if you Bring it in. It's going to be impossible to take away again because this would be the second attempt. Also, it encourages people to to uh, bot vote stuff, where they'll just sign up bo- uh, bots or macros to vote for the game they want. And well, it could win by landslide. That
0: seems like an easy thing to do. You have to be a PS Plus member and you have to be signed in. When they did it before, you had to be signed into your PS uh, your PS Plus account. You had to be signed into your PlayStation Network account. Yeah, you had to be verified that you were a PS Plus member, and then you could vote.
1: Well, even so, then there's it's, already it's a not- system
0: of checks that help. Not, it doesn't mean that it won't be able to be abused at all, but it won't be able to be abused like a Twitter poll would yeah. be. Oh, and you know? it's not
1: hard to get a free trial, but I and I'm saying this is a very small percentage of people that will sure. do this, but it's possible. But, sure. yeah, I'm all for it.
0: Uh, yeah. One thing I like about what Josh said, and I do agree, is that it would set them. it would separate them from the competition, and that's true. Xbox does not let you do this. They get... Criticized occasionally for their games as well. Nintendo do, is in very early stages, so I don't know if it's fair to give them some, anywhere in this right now. something is but.
1: happening with Nintendo soon, and I don't remember what it was, but I saw it on Twitter. And I want to say it's kind of similar to this, but I That'd don't. That'd be great. I don't remember. Nintendo My brain has, been has, has the past three days
0: tons of games that they own from the NES and SNES era that are easy for them to pull up and if they want to continue to extend that and go into the GameCube or the 64 on the Switch there's a million games that they own that they could totally do this with so I think it's smart and then they could also work with there has to be some
1: kind of reasoning behind them that that why we don't have that yet that would be that would that would literally probably make them one of the top grossing video game companies of all time in like. I two think years. so too.
0: But apparently, part of it is that they didn't do it early on because they did it at launch with the Wii U, and apparently, it came at the detriment of people buying actually Wii U games because instead of buying a new game that they've never played before, everybody's like, "I'm going to spend my money on this game I've played a million times, but I know I love it." Switch, so it's like a danger. It's a danger. The Wii
1: U library was also pretty poor. Where the Switch library now, a year later, no, is no, I agree. getting ridiculous. But there good.
0: were. Gems on the Wii U. So there when you look were, at it in that sense, it's like launch. people weren't even buying the gems because it was just kind of like Skyward Sword wasn't even a launch game for that game, was it? Skyward Sword was a
1: Wii game, not Skyward Sword. What is the uh, Wii U Zelda game? Oh, there's not one. Okay, well, I, I mean there is. It's Breath of the Wild. Yeah, well, yeah. I'm talking about for yeah, yeah. No, it's the, sc- the yeah, first right. Zelda
0: game that hit the console was um, Breath of the Wild. Uh, not Breath or, well, of the Wild. Well, technically, it was. Well, I'm talking about the first Zelda game at all, be it remastered or whatever. Well, it was Wind Waker. Yeah. Wind Waker HD. Which was pretty close to launch. Actually. I think that was a launch game, but no, no, I it wasn't for, launch, but it was close.
1: I thought for some reason, Twilight or not Twilight Princess, I'm fairly um, positive. Breath of the Skyward Sword was a launch game. Then I realized I don't even think it's a launch game for the Wii. No, no, Skyward Sword like was a late November. game. I remember like I was working at Journey's, and you know my manager journeys and who she was married to. were like the collector's edition came out, that came out the golden, Wii uh, controller. Yes. Yeah. With the little
0: triforce symbol.
1: Yeah. GameStop got one of them. And I was at work on a Friday night and we were slammed and she was like, Saul, please go to GameStop and not the one in the mall, the one here, like next to where we normally go. said, can you please go to GameStop? She gave me a hundred dollar bill and she's like, keep this change. She's like, just please go get it now. And I, I had the worst sales numbers and I was already doing poorly. I was like, fine, whatever. <laughs> I had to work sales number for that day. I actually was the strongest salesman that year.
0: One crazy thing, and Humble then we'll, we'll move over that. Uh, speaking of GameCube thing, I saw somebody who modded an original GameCube, and this is crazy. Uh, they modded a original GameCube to be a Nintendo Switch dock where they cut the yeah, center, I saw that. and you could put it in, and it had the four ports, but then it had four more ports that were exact matches to the GameCube controller soldered in underneath it, uh-huh. and it looked good. It did.
1: It didn't look like it was hacked into
0: death. No, it looked like Nintendo made it, yeah. and I was I was incredibly somebody, impressed.
1: Somebody, I can't remember if it was on Reddit or Twitter that I saw uh, the guy who said that if you want to buy this it's going to cost $500 because it was such a pain in the ass to make and people were like well don't say that seriously because you'll have about 100 orders by the end of the day
0: yeah yeah. alright next question comes from Mr. Josh Ayers who is a patron thank you uh, with E3 done and our fall somewhat visible what's the top game for this fall for you both and what will the industry like most um, it's kind of hard to say I'm being a little cautious about Astral Chain, as good as it looks. Yeah, me too. But I, I, Astral I'm, Chain is up there. I want Astral Chain to be the game that I that I, I want.
1: It's just, I'm hoping it performs well. Even if it has dips and stuff in it, it's a JRPG. Most of them do nowadays. Yeah.
0: Um, well, honestly, my expectation of it is that it runs and looks a lot better in handheld mode, since I will very, very likely be playing this on a Switch Lite. I don't see anything else yeah. happening. Um, but... I would hope that it looks and runs a lot better than Xenoblade Chronicles 2 did in handheld mode. That game, I swear to you, was 480p. Oh, that I game didn't look that bad. We've no, had that no, conversation no, no, before be in a reader mail. Don't get yeah. wrong. The game was incredibly impressive for what it was for a handheld. And it's, that's you. And when you look at it in that context, it's, it, it, well, it's an achievement.
1: Maybe that's the way I'm thinking of it. Because like it didn't look fantastic with the fact that it could look fantastic on the
0: couch or in the bed. Like it that looked, it looks fantastic enough and my yeah, thing is it's it was very a very pretty game it's it very just, analogous to me to Gravity Rush and but they did it two different ways to get this look well, Xenoblade Chronicles is also massive of like, like yes, hundreds yes. of potential know, hours for the game I know But they also went about doing these in two very different ways. Gravity Rush stayed at, if I'm not mistaken, pretty much the Vita's native resolution of 540p. But the way that it went about making sure that it continued to run well was that it chose the art style that they used with that cell shaded look. They chose to make things in the distance render as just lines with no shading. So when you were looking off in the distance, you'd see like a city, the next city block floating, and you'd see the lines and curves of the building. But they would look like little pencil sketches. And it was awesome. And it was a great use of people going, how do we optimize while also making it a plus for the game? And I think that was a balance of the two. Whereas I think the Xenoblade Chronicles biggest problem came in the fact that it wanted to have good draw distance and big scope and a really pretty world. And because of the art style they chose, they couldn't do this same thing. They couldn't do a balance of how do we optimize in a way that works good. So well, that means that you're forced to be able to pull these things off when the frame drops to render at a lower resolution. So no wrong. They did a lot with that. But I would hope that this game learns from that. And because it's a smaller scale, it ends up looking a lot better.
1: Yeah. It had an adaptive resolution of 552. Okay. 342p. 368p. Good P. lord. 368p. In some areas, they said that the 368 and 342 were incredibly rare to see. Though, so
0: what would is there an so average sounds, FPS? Or FPS, uh, is there an average? Five fifty two
1: is what it looks like.
0: So definitely very sub native. Yeah. So you know what? I'm uh, gonna look. I wonder if Gravity Rush's is uh, information is there.
1: But it's still a very pretty game for those that have never seen it, and the the size of the switch like uh, of the switch uh, screen does it fine. It's just. There's definitely some ugly parts in it. I say ugly. It does look poor, but it's not ugly. It's just bland is the best way for me to describe
0: it. Okay, so it looks as if from everything that I can see, Gravity Rush ran at a slightly sub-native resolution, but not as low as that in comparison to what the native resolution should have been.
1: This comment just said it very, actually, and I actually agree with this, and I'm, I'm almost fine with it. This game is so massive, but it looks like a 3DS game ported to Switch.
0: Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So
1: it's a little bit better. The character models are way better than yes. the 3DS character models. Some of but the, the rest of it
0: feels like if you took the 3DS Pokemon games and just made them into a actual, whatever you want to call that, a more traditional JRPG.
1: It's like said It gets better uh, the further you go. Like the, the, oh, the optimization? Yeah. I mean, that doesn't look bad. And this is remember a compressed image on a phone screen, but Yeah.
0: Yeah, sure. Well, just for posterity's sake out there, Gravity Rush ran at seven twenty by four oh eight um in comparison to the native resolution of nine sixty by five forty four. So it ran at what, a hundred and thirty something? This is so far pixels off the main under. question. <laughs> yeah, it is. But either way. Um those that's it, and I think if I'm gonna go on PS four, um because of sheer just wonder, I'm going to say it's a top game because it has me the most interested in not still knowing too much of what it is, Is Death Stranding. Yeah, Death Stranding is
1: certainly a winter game, though. It's November, so it doesn't count.
0: Well, is November considered winter? I, consider I can't remember. Well, I, we do because of our weather cycle. I still consider the last
1: two months of the year winter because it's cold. Fall, I mean, like, to me, ends when November begins, even though I'm sure it's, there's a technical Well, date I'm actually curious. Behind the first day of so winter. So
0: winter starts Saturday, December, 1st, uh, December 21st. Uh-uh, you can't tell me that. I'm sure. we live That's in a weird pilgrim thing but yeah i don't think that yeah. <laughs> okay and one more question from this one before we scroll up to the next sure. matthew green another patron says weirdest celebrity crush are celebrity crushes weird i like the question i'm just trying to understand is this I one have. of those things that comes into how much shame do you have cuz I, I don't have a lot
1: i don't think i have a
0: weird celebrity crush i mean i have a uh, emma stone my girl uh you can yeah. selena gomez also my girl yeah i agree so uh scarlett johansson nah. also my girl jessica alba also nah. my girl so i mean it just depends i don't really my, think of any of them as weird though mine's, well mine's emilia clark oh emilia clark yeah uh what's she that, is pretty What's that girl's I,
1: name from um doctor who the new doctor no.
0: I'm about to say, I, I don't watch Doctor Who anyway, so uh, I don't know the
1: I'm pretty sure the new Doctor's like 50-something, but I don't watch Doctor Who. I thought Who the
0: either. new Doctor was a woman, though.
1: I mean, sure it is, but I don't know how old looks. I don't, it. I, don't, I don't keep up with that show at all. Me either. Um, what's her name? It's, uh, she's in Jumanji. She's Nebula and Guardians of the
0: Galaxy. Oh, I can't remember her name. And, yeah. I, and I, I didn't know she was even in there. I've only ever seen her as Nebula. So it's hard for me to think of her as cute. Yeah. But it's her,
1: Emilia Clark. Why do you keep saying Emilia. I, thought, I swear that's what I've heard her say. Her
0: name. That, is. It, it could be the accent. I don't know. On paper, it looks like Amelia, but, you know, Emilia.
1: I mean, I guess so. Maybe it's the know. one interview I watched where they were all, and I was like listening because there was, I, I can't think of it now, Jamie Lannister's name is kind of uh, interesting for his last part of his last name, so I was kind of interested in how that pronounced. And I heard Emilia, and I'm like, okay. And then it just stuck.
0: I don't have any weird ones. There was yeah. a. I was listening to Ricky Gervais on something, and um, Gervais. Gervais. See now you're weird. See, I, and I, actually, that is one of those things where I think to me it just looks so much like Gervais, like Gervais, because I don't know, A I S would not normally be pronounced. I feel like, but our language in, is so stupid; so, it's hard to say. But anyway, I can't he says the- uh, controversy.
1: Instead of controversy? Yes. It's like aluminum for yeah, Australian it, people. It, it
0: weirded me out, but I got used to it after a little while.
1: Okay, that's all on that yeah, one. I Let don't me think scooch I have, up to this next I'm one. really trying
0: to think of like an embarrassing or shameful crush. I don't think I have one. Okay, these are going to be quicker. You ready? hmm Let's see. This first one's not going to quite be there. What would be your perfect day plan from waking up to going to sleep? I think I kind of answered this
1: last episode with the perfect date. Like uh-huh. Almost it's like the same thing in a way. Like. I would like to wake up around 7 a.m., typical wake-up time, and go shopping, go out to eat, then the date, I guess, is what we talked about last episode, where I'd cook dinner, and then we'd watch a movie or something.
0: Mine's a little different. My thing is, like, any day that I want to just really be a good day, I have to feel like I've accomplished something, and it's weird. Like, I hate yard work. But when I look at how much better the yard looks, I'm it's like, like, you
1: feel like you accomplished. I did. it.
0: I'm the same way with
1: wasting time. Like, that did you see how much like I I'm painted doing. and yeah. how much better it looks? And the painted. sidewalk looks good too. It looks like you've cleaned.
0: Like you maybe you've hosed off the sidewalk. or I something. I used a pressure spray on yeah, some of it. I'm like, I got to finish it. But anyway, yeah. So looking at that stuff is like, oh, that's good. Yeah, the paint looks good too. Yeah. So I did that uh, yesterday since we couldn't record yesterday. I was like, well, screw it. I'm gonna paint. I had an earache yesterday. That's not fun. Oh, you're fine. But anyway, but I, that's part of it. So that has to be factored in. I'd want time with my daughter. Because one of the things that sucks is that I work all day, so it, and it just gets to be one of those things where it's like it's really hard to come home and her have so much energy and want to play, and for me to really want to push myself through to doing it. I would a perfect day would involve me having the energy to do these things without having to push myself to do. Sounds it. Sounds like you need to start drinking coffee. Well, it's not that. It's like physically I'm sore. It's not that I'm tired. It's that she wants me to run around and do all these like now physical that, yeah, things of, that, and it different. gets hard to do. So yeah, I think that that's part of it. So it involved involve with me waking up whenever I kind of want to with, without being too late. So I'd say i like nine ish, assuming I went to bed at a normal time, um, wake up, eat breakfast at somewhere you nice. At you know what? Blueberry pancakes from, uh, uh kind of a not a hop. No, uh, from Cracker Barrel, which are delicious. Um, go there. Spend some time, go to the playground with Kyrie and our park and, and play with her for a little while. Come home, get some work done, whatever it be, be it music, doing the podcast or something that is, you know, fun or getting something done that needed to be done, like around the housework or something to help me feel good about that. And then uh, finish the day off watching a movie with my wife. Yeah. So, you know, something small and relaxing and, you know, it's the small things in life that matter. Good question.
1: Uh, all right, we're about to start off. quick fire questions.
0: Is uh, that all we have for this one? No, nah, there's a couple more. You want to okay. do those first to where we kind of play no, this? I want to do those
1: last, but the reason I want to do those last is that when we start them, I want to charge it from my laptop so it's up and, and on Twitter and stuff by the time we end.
0: I got you. I got you. So we'll go ahead and do Josh's I'm sure, first. I'm sure your laptop will be good by then. Okay, so Josh okay. has another one. Describe your perfect pizza. <laughs> I'm so basic. Cheese stuff, crust pepperoni. Oh, Dude. Very, very close, and the only thing is, that's probably it, but I go through these weird phases where my other thing is pretty much what I always order. It's either Steve, uh, cheese stuffed crust pepperoni, which is essentially a perfect pizza, yeah. but thin crust, what I also always get, Yeah. thin, thin crust, crust pepperoni, pepperoni and Italian sausage. sausage. Yeah. It's so it's good. It is, too,
1: and it's crazy that they both come from completely different pizza places. They do. Thin crust pepperoni, sausage, Domino's, obviously, cheese stuffed crust pepperoni. Pizza Hut, exactly. I got hard, it the day. hard to like get, and you got to
0: get the Hut's flavor on the crust. Oh yeah, man, that garlic Gotta butter do. and oh, it's so good. Uh, Just the herbs. Have you have you done that where you dip it into their garlic butter dip? It's delicious. I don't,
1: I don't, I don't think they had garlic butter dip.
0: Yeah, they they do now. is, so. it, is it
1: better than Papa John's? Yes, okay. to me. It depends on well, go, well, it became a cream at Papa John's. Actually, it used to be an
0: oil. Okay, now it's that cream. Maybe I haven't had it in that long because is it an it oil? Used to it was like a Pizza buttery Hut. oil. No, it's more like a cream. I don't care. I, I, I could probably show it. now. I threw it all away. It's not full-on cream, but it's not full-on oil like Papa John's used to have either. Like, it's creamier, okay, I can but make, it's got an it's oily... easy to make
1: garlic butter oil yeah, or cream. Sure.
0: But, yeah, that's that's it for garlic me. Garlic butter I oil love it. Dip. Matt Hunt asks, steak sauce on your steak or no? Yes. For me, I think... Very little.
1: Very little.
0: He says, for me, I think if a steak is cooked correctly, you shouldn't need steak sauce. Your thoughts? Agreed.
1: It's, I, it's that tang of A1 that gets me. That's
0: exactly what it is for me. It's I, not, I does, think... You, if you get a, a, a steak cooked, either anywhere, honestly, for me, anywhere from medium and below is fine. Medium,
1: it, medium, not well, I guess. But yeah, I guess medium well and below is done. like Medium well is my place
0: to go when I don't trust the restaurant cooking it. I guess. I, it's fair. I don't know. I guess I don't go to a restaurant if I don't trust them. If, if I, I'm not going to get steak at a place I that don't, don't trust, trust. I don't ch- tr- trust Texas Roadhouse. I don't trust them to always do it the way I want, but I don't trust them That's to the make. I don't is trust it? them to, for my my the meat to make me. Do you remember sick? that time that so I, I said, I'm not going like, to go over it I when medium, I go to Roadhouse. Since I don't was, trust them.
1: When I said medium, the last time I got a medium there was pink. Like, and I don't mean just a little bit of pink. I mean it was. See, normally they overcook if anything. And then, and then remember, <laughs> I ate like three bites of it. I was in the bathroom like ten minutes later. I, I don't so, know, man. I
0: eat there all the time, and I never had a problem. Sure that
1: you sure that um you know steak you can eat it as raw as you want, but still bacteria is more present when it's more raw.
0: But also the biggest thing is like Saul said, even when a steak is cooked perfectly, I will put like a dime size of a one and just barely dip the steak because that that it doesn't orange need it. that it, orange peel's tang it, it is doesn't so need good. it.
1: But you don't eat a one with anything else, so it's there to eat. Well, in that rare
0: no uh, no. Nope. Did, did I not tell you about how if you if no. you if you're kind of like trying to do a poor man steak and you're just needing something easy to cook, a one was surprisingly good on pork chops.
1: Nope. For 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 anything else, I make spicy like like if it's like like let's say if I want to make like hamburger patties, but I don't have any buns or whatever, and I'm trying mm-hmm. to emulate like um like like any kind of like sauce or whatever, or like a, if I'm trying to use the hamburger bun as a or a hamburger uh, as a steak, basically, yeah. Like I'm just gonna I'm gonna make either like some kind of spicy ketchup, um, or I'm gonna make um,
0: what is it called? Why am I blinking here? Gravy. Okay, fair enough. All right, let's see. Let me make sure he has a couple more that are not quite. Oh, actually, these are some of them are quick fire, some of them are just. We're definitely going to take all of those as quick fire. (laughs) When you, that's that's fine. Top top five greatest fears
1: um, heights, dark uh, waters. This can't be a quick fire question. Donovan knows not to be submitting all these questions in the dump. Or the link dump? Or the question dump? <laughs> he that did Campy 24 pre-pires. comments <laughs> in, one, uh, in one post. Diving. We don't have a moment to tie, my man. Um, okay, so the dark depths of water. Black, uh, darkness. like, And I mean pitch blackness. I don't mean just like dark rooms at night. I mean, like, if for those that have played Dark Souls 1, there's a place in there called the Abyss and it's mandatory you have to go there. That's not the right finger for my uh, fingerprint. But um, it's mandatory you have to go there. And... Um, it's you literally just drop down and it's nothing but black. Like you can't see anything, and it's just this void. It's 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 nothingness, and I that's scary. Which is why it goes into dark water because uh, it's like you get so far below you don't know what's down there. The fear of not uh, the fear of falling, and I don't mean that in terms of fear of heights because it's different. Yeah, they are. They and are then of course, different. all right,
0: no Yeah, arachnophobia for sure. Fear of falling as well. I have no problem with heights, but. And and really, that doesn't mean that just because I'm high up means I think I'm gonna fall. But if if for some reason I'm high up on something that doesn't
1: feel like it's sturdy, like that pit sensation, like where you look down and and like your balls tingle. Like have you ever been like on a swing or something, been going like up and you're like, oh
0: yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know
1: if girls have that kind of feeling, but guys definitely do.
0: This is a weird thing, but dying alone, I guess that's a weird thing, I guess. But I don't ever want to feel like I don't have people around me that. I think I'd
1: I'd rather die alone.
0: Well, what I mean by that is dying with, uh, okay. Think about this way. The better way to word it is essentially, I don't want to die having for a long period of time. No one else in my life. You know what I mean? I get that then. Yeah. I thought you meant like, no, I don't mean like I would be okay passing by myself because it'd be a lot easier on other people. I feel like, and and I don't mean that in a, it's weird. You know, you'll get some guilt for feeling like you weren't there. But also the memory that you have to kind of carry when you see someone die is very weird. Yeah. So it's you know it's like you could be doing them a favor you could not, uh, but that's definitely there. Um, I can't really. I mean, I don't really have any other major fears. That's really pretty yeah. much them. Like, I, I, I'm not claustrophobic at all. And my
1: fear height stems from what Brett said, like where it's uncontrollable heights. It's like I'm high up and I don't feel safe.
0: See, I tell you, I like, can be up
1: on a ladder and be like, oh, that's you know, I'm ten foot up. That don't I don't care about that. Oh and, yeah. But I, I don't want to be up on like a ledge or something and like there's no safety around me. I'm like, this is, that's terrifying. Which well, falls into the fear of falling, but just yeah. looking at it is uneasy for me. Yeah,
0: sure. Uh, one thing I want to figure out about your thing real quick, and it ties into, you, you're talking about the, 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 to an extent, the depths of water. And you also said something about pitch blackness. So would you not be willing to try a float tank? And the reason I say that is because that's I'm not scared different. of dark because that's, I, that's I'm,
1: different because that's controlled.
0: It, it is. I guess that's fair. Yeah. But when you're in, well, okay, it's, it's, it's a little weird. The law, if you're in there long enough like you're supposed to be, which is an hour. When you do this, I don't know Hold on you get to this thing where your brain starts to forget where you are, even though it knew no, going I, into it. Uh. Uh-uh. Uh. Bec- I, I mean, weird. I'm sure you, I have
1: enough brain power to be like, "Yeah, this is getting you'll, creepy." You'll
0: grow through this thing. You'll go through this thing where, like, you start focusing on weird things and just like weirdly focusing on them. Then you'll start focusing on your breath because you can hear it and feel it in a very different way. My,
1: my thing is though is that I still think under there, like, even though my brain is trying to convince me otherwise, I think I know that in the back of my brain, like, this is still me. I'm still. I can well, they're stand- pitch
0: black and they're water, so well, I not know. I oh, in your get, mind you still together. get up
1: and out if i wanted to yeah, fair like, enough like i'll like subnautica is terrifying because it's like underwater you're almost helpless because whatever's down there with you obviously has the advantage yeah sure um and then of course the, the just, unless you
0: got that gat nine
1: boy <laughs> good luck getting that thing underwater but um but my thing is, is <laughs> have
0: that, it in the trash i have it in a plastic ziploc bag <laughs> that, that, that doesn't work <laughs> but um it keeps it dry until that first the, shot
1: the pressure though uh that's because that's how deep far I'm going down. But, yeah, like, float tanks are still controlled. Like, there's nothing in a float tank that's going to get me.
0: I think you should do it. It's really weird. No, I want to do yeah. it, I'm,
1: I'm, and I'm not scared to do it, or I'm not dissuaded cool. to do it. Yeah, cool. But, yeah, like, The Abyss and Dark Souls, I don't like it. All
0: right, what are your comfort games or shows? Dark Souls easy for me uh comfort game at this point has essentially become destiny but for the longest time i want to say kingdom hearts one it's a game that i just feel like i love going back to and have no problems with it so that's definitely there i'm gonna really give that my comfort game and show how i met your mother but i know that you already knew that and a lot of you already did
1: yeah dark souls one and three for me for sure because it like it gives me something to think about that keeps my mind off of things which i've been actually playing a lot lately and it helps me like it helps me keep anxiety and stuff at bay Destiny doesn't let me do that as often because there's often times in Destiny Arc like, where there's downtime. Well like I can then think about things. Sure. Dark Souls is always me min-maxing stats and numbers, and I'm a very, very analytical person when it comes to those games. So I'm trying to min-max my character the best I possibly can. And um, uh, I would say in terms of nostalgia though, King March 2 that, okay. that works that yeah, way. In sure. terms of a T V show Probably the Office. I'm a little surprised
0: yeah. I didn't say Scrubs.
1: Nah, because then Scrubs, like, it's not, there's not comfort, I don't think there's an uncomforting un- episode of Office, there is uncomforting episodes of Scrubs.
0: There definitely is. Alright, um, what is your favorite thing you own? I don't know. My TV. Dude, yeah. it has made me such a believer. I had that thing inside of me before, it was like, what if I get this TV and it's not all I thought it was going to be? And I was really, even when I bought it, I was like, I'm really taking a chance here. I love love this tv do you own a cat it's amazing i almost said a joke of according to the law my wife but you know what (laughs) i don't truly believe that so
1: well like i guess if if a pet counts they definitely want my cat but if it doesn't count because technically it's a family member not owned i'm gonna say my car i guess because it's just reliable it's comforting to know that i have reliable transportation and it's like it's really reliable like,
0: i guess i don't view pets as something you own see i don't because either, owning know some people do. owning implies a weird layer like they're mine but they're no, their in their own as well
1: senses of the word like like you can't be a pet owner if you live here something like that
0: yeah it's it's weird like i just view animals as essentially like a life and i don't really think that you own a life as much as it's like Kyrie's my daughter i have ownership over the fact of who her father is but i don't own her no, I don't we, we determine exactly what she does. So. Can't own
1: a human. Yeah, <laughs> yeah a long, exactly. Yeah. But I feel the same way about dogs. Thank but, you.
0: You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, okay, let's see. What life accomplishment has made you most proud?
1: Living in town 28, I guess? Like, I don't know. Like, that's, that's a weird, like, question. Because I'm not really... Like, I'm proud of a lot of things I've done in my life, but I don't think there's one that stands out that it makes me the most
0: proud. There's going to be two. I mean, for me, it's pretty easy. Becoming a father, yeah, it was yeah, something I didn't really. You know, you don't even know what it's going to be like until you a have cat it. Dad. Uh, yeah, there you go. But if I'm going to, if I'm going to separate it from that, and I'm just going to say something outside of that that's in control of ju- just me and my life, and not involved with anybody else. In the same, I, Hannah had Kyrie. It's a little different, but like. What we've done with this podcast is definitely one of true, it, yeah. and then being and always being somebody who wanted to do music. I'm thinking, of I like listen to our I listen to our CD today just because I do it every now and then to be like, I wonder if I still consider my own stuff good, and I'm always surprised. I'm like, hey, look at that! I, I'm, more so I'm proud of, of music.
1: I'm more thinking of like a of a singular moment that had an outcome.
0: I think this has an outcome, but it's not. You know, not, it's, not but it's not a singular moment. moment yeah. yeah. So
1: mm. that's our question. Yeah,
0: I don't know. Okay. Do you have any regrets? If so, what?
1: Um, that's kind of a harder one, too. Are these supposed to be quick fire, though? No, I don't know. Because I'm taking a long time on these. Uh, do what you want with them, man.
0: People like them long episodes. I don't. <laughs> I know. We got stuff we got going we on. Yeah,
1: personal lives. Um, I mean, I like the long episodes. I mean, when I do, do we have time I do to do two. Yeah, I do, too. When it, this, when is co- it, this is
0: close to the wire here.
1: When it allows, yeah. Like, it's not because of that I feel bad. And like, if we take too long on certain people's questions, we got to rush the others. Yeah. So I don't like having to do that. Yeah, I feel but, you. But, which is why I don't like it when people dump 24
0: questions
1: that aren't quickfire questions, Donovan.
0: Throwing them shades at Donovan. Um,
1: I don't know. Like, I don't know. Like, I'm trying to think. Like, I don't think there's any singular one moment that I regret the most.
0: Well, I don't think it's about what the most, but is there, is there just a regret that you can even think of? that It doesn't, it doesn't have to weigh out the other one. Read ones? the question again? Do you have any regrets? If so, what? Oh, well, I think yeah. everybody has regrets, of everybody course. Everybody has regrets. But uh, they have to be... I get what you're saying. Like um, He's not necessarily asking for the most you know, I important one to you. I guess that's
1: with, the, the, with what regret is. It's like that's the one that's like, what do I regret? Them? like, What would be the you most You feel like
0: that. Thing? But I just think in general, what are some impactful things that have happened that uh, you kind of regret doing or not doing? Not
1: taking a warehouse job at Leadwood when it was offered to me four years ago.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, mine are a little different. I got one that I'm not going to say because it's just not... I I don't know. It's a little too personal, uh, but a different one is oddly enough coming full circle to what we were talking about dying alone. I do have, like I said, I do have this weird regret slash guilt about not being there when grandpa passed because I stayed, they thought he was going to go the night before. So we all stayed up. I'd already been up since seven o'clock that morning and I stayed up all the way until God, nine o'clock the following day in the morning. And then I took an hour nap because I just fell asleep literally there while we were kind of just sitting with him. And grandpa didn't seem like he was as bad. So I was kind of like, you know, I'm really tired. I've got some stuff I've got to run home to do and I need to sleep. So I came home and slept and he passed while I was sleeping. So I don't know. That's kind of one of them. It's it's weird. But, you know, I have plenty of regrets. But the thing about regrets that's weird is that you kind of end up where you are be regardless. Like, you know, some, I'm not going to say everything happens for a reason, but even with all the regrets I may have, I have my daughter, I have my wife, yeah. I have my, ha- I have this house, I have a lot of stuff that I can be thankful for. And just because you regret something doesn't mean that it's infinite, that you have to regret it forever. Some things are changeable.
1: Yeah. Regrets are something that or made you who you are or regrets are often thought of those in moments that made you who you currently are. Any, are there
0: opportunities to do something? That yeah. Even if to do
1: you too. currently have a regret in your life, that that's something that you can then look forward to. To overcoming.
0: Yep. What are the funniest memories you can think of off the top of your head? Uh, I don't know. We got a couple. Um, and uh, <laughs> it's they all revolve around friends because this is an important thing, right? But funniest, there was a time where whenever we used to skateboard all the time, and it was me, Devin, and Josh. Uh-huh. Uh, we were all hanging out. And what we used to do, Tyler lived down the road from us, so from Devin. We were all sending out at Devin's, and we'd go to his house and mess with him while he was asleep and his brother and whatnot, or late at night. And we snuck out past curfew. We were out. We, uh, and of course, we're teenagers, so we're dumb. I realized that I would hate if someone did this to me now. Behind twenty 2020 so but the whole story as a whole is funny and I learned a lot from it and I've not done anything remotely similar since um, I was probably fifteen maybe fourteen I don't even know um, we went down to his house and Devin peed on his porch directly in front of the door and it was just a large puddle and then we took a firecracker like a little the little pop m80 things or whatever that is a stick that are really loud and mm-hmm. we put we simultaneously lit and dropped one in his mailbox because he had one of the mailboxes that are on your front porch with a little flip lid on them. Dropped one in there and closed it. and That's then, a federal crime. Oh, I know. <laughs> I was a dumb kid. Now, this is how things go. Uh, and then there was a screen in the house that had a little rip in it right beside a window. So we slid one. that We lit one and slid it down in there simultaneously or as close as possible. Then we ran across and you heard, Bow pow. But since it was a front porch, it sounded like gunshots. And everybody in the block came out. We hid in this gigantic tree that was one of those trees that goes all the way down to the ground. And the cops, of course, came because people called the cops. And we couldn't move because people would have known. It was us at first. But people finally went inside. But the cops were in and they kind of came through and were sitting there. And one of them comes to the tree and shines their light in the tree, right? And we're all laying down on the far side of the tree, kind of like in the leaves. There's a lot of leaves, so we're kind of covered. We're all wearing dark clothes. It's hard to tell where we are anyway. Um, they didn't see us, but the cop kind of shines this thing right there. He goes back, starts to roll up his window, and Josh looks at me and goes, Dude, I'm scared. <laughs> and I said, Me too. <laughs> And I don't know why we got back to Devin's house and that was just so funny for us. We were like, we were stupidly scared because we did something stupid and we really deserved to get in trouble. But I'm thankful that I didn't. It could have messed my life up. Yeah. One other one real quick though. uh, It was, and I got to bring it up for Brandon because I can't believe I didn't think about it. when We was talking about favorite memory at the old house. It's definitely one of them. It gets notable thing. Um, the house out in the country that I lived in when we used to do and don't look we used to do joke rap with all of our friends getting together it was just because it was fun. It was stupid to make beats. It was fun to do. We'd write lyrics and go through and we all of our friends would come over and like we would do one song with one friend or multiple friends. And then one time Brandon came over to do one song and he wrote out his lines and he was just bad at rapping. <laughs> so he was going through and trying to record his lines and it gets to the part where he his lyric was, and of course, we were leaning into hip-hop stuff at the time where it was all about what was popular, so it was money, bitches, and hoes, and ridiculous stuff. So he says, he goes to say, his lines should be, I bust a nut with my testicles. But what he, he we tried like 30 times, and every time he would say... He'd get to that part, and it was like, you couldn't do record just that part. We had to record the whole line before it, too. And he'd say, I boast a node. <laughs> and it got to the point where, at the end of the night, we're all just like, I boast a node with my testicles. Funny memory. I enjoyed it. Good times. I think, think
1: the closest thing I have is, like, a string of events like that's coming to me. It's like, what would be the funniest is that we were at Starbucks uh, in, like, 2010, I think. And it was me, my good buddy Joe, my good buddy Casey, and then my good buddy Jesse. And we were hanging out at Starbucks. Well, uh, this guy starts walking around. And like we're on the outside of Starbucks, like where the patio area is or whatever. that has the table and chairs.
0: I think I know this story.
1: Yeah, and this guy just starts, he comes walking around pacing. And this dude's already kind of making us nervous. And it's like 10 o'clock. Or no, it's closer to eleven because the Starbucks closes at eleven, and they were getting close to closing. And dude comes up and talks to us, acts like he knows us from somewhere, acts like he's like our best friend, and we were kind of freaked out by the guy. So like, we have this thing called—actually, you know what? I'm not gonna uh, say that on air because it's a—that's a friend secret. I'm not gonna say we have a code word to get everybody out of situations, and it's a very common word, but it's an acronym and. We can say, say it in an easy to say sentence, and we're like, okay, that means everybody who's currently here who heard that we need to get up and go and go meet somewhere else. And we said that a couple times, and so we were also hanging out with a guy. I can't think of this guy's name, but um he was like one of the people who were regularly at Starbucks, and he was thrown off by that. So I motioned to him like, just follow us, and we walked and got into my car and Joe's car, and then we drove to the movies. Well, apparently what turns out is why that, like, the like he had to have been a meth head, and, like, dude was out of his mind. And, um, the dude who we were hanging out with that was one of our, like, Starbucks regular buddies or whatever, like, we saw him only at Starbucks, and we hung, hung out with him only at Starbucks, um, uh,
0: Kind of like a workplace friend, you know. In a way, yeah. You know, you're like the ones that you see, and you're like, "I really like him at well, work." I mean, and
1: he's like friends of other friends. Like we know him in a way, um, but he like had that dude's phone number, and like they, apparently that's why the guy was acting like he knew all of us. He just thought he knew all of us when he really knew this guy. Oh yeah, okay. And <clears throat> we were uh, we were at the movies, which um, or we weren't at the movies. i Am I thinking? Of. We were at Target, which is right down like a couple hundred yards away from our Starbucks. Probably maybe about a thousand yards actually but um, we were we were not too far from Starbucks and we, we met back up and we all got in Joe's car and he was telling us about this guy and how he's creepy and like how the dude uh, he got his phone number thinking that he was a normal guy then all of a sudden he, get, he became this real big creeper and <clears throat> the guy starts playing pranks on him and like so he calls his cell phone and the guy answers want to know where we all went off to that he wants to come hang out with us for context I'm like in 2011, I was 20. Yeah. Um, or 2010, I was 20. Uh, or 19. I'm pretty sure I was 20 at this point. This dude was like 47. Okay. And yeah. And he looked homeless, and he was definitely a meth ed, and he definitely was just trying to hang around us to either rob us, or uh, beg us for money, or beg us for food, or something. But the dude, and, and you know, normally if somebody's like- Maybe he
0: was just lonely and wanted a friend.
1: Absolutely not. He wanted to <laughs> rape us or something. Oh, I don't know God. what he wanted. The dude, I'm telling you, it's one of those people that like you see and you and you instinctively know this is not a good person. Like this is not somebody I I can be around right now. Instincts this is
0: a, are weird, right? Because yeah. you you're tr- supposed to try and give everyone a chance, and for the most part, that's pretty easy. But, it's a, it's but there's a, certain it's people. a natural
1: warning a signal going off in your head. Like get away from this guy. This guy's dangerous. Turns out he really was dangerous. Um, and I, that, and I that's a little side entry to that, but um. So, like, he calls him, and he's like, where are y'all at? And then he says, oh, we had to go, uh, but we'll be back later. And the, and <clears throat> that's I'm going to call him Josh, because I don't remember his real name. But that's what Josh said. And I'm like, no, we're not going back there. What are you doing? And he was like, oh, well, I left my car there, because he jumped in my car. And I was like, well, you're right, but you tell him we'll be back, so that dude's going to be waiting for us there, so we can't go get your car. And he was like, oh, yeah, that's a dumb thing for me to have said. So then... The guy calls him back, and the dude, at this point, the the crazy guy's screaming at Josh, talking about, you know, he needs to get here now, and that he told Josh he'd buy Burger King, which is right across the street from Starbucks. Josh never said anything about Burger King to the guy, like, we were all sitting there. And so the guy is just sitting there yelling at Josh, and uh, Josh, like, hangs up on him. But then my friend Jesse has an idea and takes the guy's phone number, gives it to Joe, and of course, this guy gets a phone call from a number he's never seen in his life, And Joe acts like he is an undercover CIA agent. And actually, he didn't even use, uh, he didn't even use a um, branch of government or anything. He He just just said, essentially, I'm a secret agent. No, he said, he said, you're a sleeper agent. He didn't say what he was. He acted like, but he acted like it. Yeah, I've got you. He said, you're a sleeper agent and uh, we need you to help us um, take down the man and the guy was the guy immediately was on board he's like oh yes i knew it i knew it this is my day and we were like you need to go to the movies and the movies is about a mile away from starbucks it's not far yeah and so the guy was like i got it i got it And the guy he actually was riding a bike too guy gets on his bike although and it's pretty much a straight like ride in a sense to the movies like on the back road of target to our movies um it's very easy and you we actually saw him go by on the street up above where we were parked in Target, and we told him to call uh that number when he gets there. So we called him and um he was the most angriest person on the phone with Josh, but with Joe, he was normal. And he was just acting really crazy. He's like he's like, I've seen the messages, I know where they're at. it's like, what are you even talking about, dude? We're not talking. <laughs> like, we don't have no idea what this guy's talking or rambling on about. And then so we've pretty much cleared um why does Twitter look like this? Oh, it updated. You're just in light mode. I thought you were trying to show me the picture on Twitter. Um, Why does everything on the side? It's been, it's been updated like that for a while now.
0: It doesn't feel like that on my work computer. That's weird. That's but, weird.
1: um, but anyway, so the long story short, it's like we make this guy go on a scavenger hunt so we can make sure the area is clear to get back to my friend's car or this guy's car, Josh's car. And the guy, like we tell him, we tell him to go over to the dealership across the street, uh, to get codes from right underneath the car. And the dude, uh, you eventually saw him over there and like, he was just looking under cars and it was in hindsight, like eight years. Later, that's a pretty shitty thing to do to somebody. Mm-hmm. But, um, it was really funny. When Again, we did we're it. dumb kids. Yeah. It was like really funny when We did it. That dude was out there crouching under a car. Probably got the police caught
0: on him. Cause he's well, being creepy. and you're worried about your safety. There, those are two <laughs> things. That him. was
1: the main thing. But then they, they decided to keep going like with everything. <laughs>
0: Cause you realize that he's doing everything you ask him to do. Well, he, he
1: seems he's seen the messages. Don't yeah. know what messages he's seen, but he's seen them the Dude <laughs> was out of his mind. And very scared to be around. He's also massive. This dude was probably six four, six five, and probably weighed about two hundred eighty pounds. I
0: just dude, like jacked or fat? Jacked.
1: Like, and that's why. Like, when I first saw him and the way he was acting when he came over to me, he's like, "Man, I haven't seen you in a while. How have you been doing?" And he did like that hand slap, like handshaking away. The <laughs> second he hit my hand, it hurt. And
0: I'm like, I don't know who this <laughs> you is. Feel it like reverberate through your arm, like ah. Yeah.
1: And, and you're like, I don't know who this is. And this dude is like very needy. He's very shouty. And he's big, and there's no way that us could take him if he decided to hurt us. There, we were not enough
0: people to hurt this man. Okay, but there you go. That was a long story. So you did a long story too. <laughs> You're right. If you could be friends with any celebrity, Quick who would it be? time Emily O'Claart. We haven't gotten to Twitter yet, and we're an hour I, I know, I know. This is a weird question. Who? I wanted to be somebody cool. Bill Murray. Tom Hanks. Oh, you missed your shot. Go ahead. Tom Hanks would be cool. No, didn't Damn, miss I, I did miss my, miss my shot. Uh, do not miss your chance to blow. Uh, what was your last dream you can remember about? I don't remember dreams. Oh, dude. It's very
1: rare that I remember a dream.
0: Okay, so I was on medicine for a little bit, and I, I, I normally don't remember dreams at all. And then when I do, they're very just normal lifey. But, dude, I had like a weird week long, and this has been months ago. I can't remember what, I, what kind of medicine I was on or what it was for. But every day I woke up, it was a sex dream. and I was like, what is going on here? I like, I don't normally have dreams. And i hear all these dreams I'm having. And they're all very specific about what they're about. I don't know. I didn't like it. I'm not going to go into details about sex dreams. I don't know what, I mean, you know, there, there is definitely some kind of a science into what your dreams are trying to tell you, but it's probably because the medicine was having some kind of effect on my brain, which was leading my brain to be like, this is what you want to dream about.
1: I actually do remember one of the dreams I had last. It's been a while, but I remember that I was looking out my window in my apartment and I, and I saw two guys and they're dressed like in, in really weird costumes. Could have been two girls. I don't know. They were dressed in like really weird costumes. And I don't remember, but I remember not liking them. Like, that's creepy. And I remember one of them looked up at me and they were like way far away. And they pointed a light, like a, a um a purple laser, I guess. But it was like a purple light at me. And I tensed up and I felt like I was tensing up in real life. Hmm. and then i saw another one pull out a gun in one hand and i think a sword in another and i, I like it's it's one of those weird dreams that like you think you remember more as time goes by uh um, but you
0: don't know if it's like somehow your brain's conflating yeah. a different thing and then they
1: started running towards my apartment and i'm just like well i'm stuck here can't move i'm getting stung by a laser i, I don't know what it was but i don't remember what it was i remember it was yeah, in that, the past, like that's two weird. weeks
0: who's your closest family member saw my wife uh, yeah, that's kind of a weird answer, but technically they are family. I'm going to, I'm going to put it out of immediate family because that's obvious. Uh, but so
1: I guess my, my younger brother Seth at that point.
0: Okay. I didn't know. Honestly, I didn't know who you were closer with because well,
1: well, everybody else lives so far away.
0: That's true. But and I, I mean, Seth just because often. you can be, you can live right beside somebody and not be close to them at all. I'm not really close to my sister cause I never talked to her. So, yeah. I mean, realistically, probably my mom, which is a kind of odd, but yeah, yeah, I'm not going to say it's odd. My mom's crazy, but for as crazy as she is, I mean, I still love her. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, if you could eat only one thing for the rest of your life, what would it be? That's Easy is
1: a pizza. Dude, I don't know. Pizza? Nope, for sure. Because you got to think about it.
0: Well, because it's, it's options. A, you have yeah. options within the pizza.
1: You get cra- you can get crunchy cracker pizza, a thin crust pepperoni and sausage. Yeah, or you can get then you could get different crust. sauce
0: bases. You like? I'm gonna put uh, buffalo chicken ranch. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah that's a good. And,
1: yeah. Can't do that with, you can't really do that with hamburgers, can you?
0: Well, no, you actually can do you can go pretty crazy with hamburgers. It's can. like tacos. Both of these things. It's like you can make dinner tacos, breakfast tacos, brunch tacos. But you can do everything you can with pizza, then you can just roll it up and have a burrito. I mean, that's true. Can't make a pizza. Pizza t- pizza's not a bad one, for sure. But honestly, I love burgers so much and I never get tired of them that I really I probably have to land on burgers. I eat burgers more than I eat pizza. Now there was a time period where that was not it I was inverse.
1: Pizza. Everybody knows I'm ninety percent pizza.
0: You are 90% pizza. The joke in one yeah, of the... I div- had pizza today
1: for lunch, actually. Titan sausage and pepperoni from uh, Domino's since we had inventory <laughs> today.
0: There you go. Uh, next question. What movie has impacted you the most?
1: Uh, that's a hard one.
0: I feel like it's almost got to be a Tom Hanks movie, but there is one other...
1: Shawshank Redemption, probably.
0: Outlier. Um, probably going to be... Realistically, Forrest Gump—it's a great movie.
1: Yeah, Shawshank and, Redemption is the same in my book. It's yeah, like it's
0: and it's got so many life lessons you can learn. It. Yeah, so and
1: that's yeah, Shawshank Redemption is like it's very similar with life lessons to me.
0: If you had three wishes, Saul, what would you wish for?
1: No, that's too long. We're going to have to cut these off at some point, because we, we're going too long.
0: I'm going to answer with a song it's, it's by not, Don Broco, and it's a lyric, money, and power, and fame. I'm kidding. There's other things I want, but you know what? It's three. <laughs> Don't
1: in a Google key file. Don you're cut off. We're putting you in timeout. Look. Because we, we're not answering these with quick fire. We're this, one, this
0: one's right. Do you believe in aliens? Yes. Yes. It'd be stupid not to. I'm not going to say stupid. That's a hard word. It'd be foolish not to. If you could change one thing about America, what would it be? No, nope, that's not a quick question. Political po- political climate.
1: I don't like political. I don't like politics. So no, I, political
0: climate. I, I would want that to change because even if you don't like it, it's, it bleeds into everybody's life right now because it's so hard to avoid. Yeah, that's my answer. Now let's see. We're gonna do another one. This one's easy. What's your favorite dessert? Ice cream. Ice cream. That's what super easy. Is you have to think about that. What's one thing you would change about yourself? That's not a quick question. Hairline bring bring my know. sweet awesome posture. hair back
1: I, mean, I need to work on my posture more most hated chore i say as i'm leaning back in a dishes as i say i'm leaning back in a chair
0: most hated chore dishes oh okay sorry we got you uh mowing the uh, yard doing any kind of yard oh, work. i love yard work uh did you ever get down with a sickness Ooh, wow. my mother got up and i got down with the sickness so um did you ever feel the pulse of the maggots or were you more of a freak on a leash
1: the pulse of the maggots because corn's terrible.
0: You hurt me. Don't get me wrong. Slipknot's <laughs> better, but you hurt me. Yep. Korn has got some great albums. So Pulse of the Maggots and Mr. Chad Van Horn. Uh, you know what? He's still a patron in my mind. Cool. He gave us way more money than even our highest tier. So you are. We, me and Saul talked about it. You're just an honorary Was that Chad's patron. Question? No, Ch- Chad just said Pulse of the Maggots always. Oh, okay. So yeah. there you go. Shout out, Thank Chad. You Chad. Hope you're doing well, buddy. Hope to play some Overwatch with you soon. Uh, let me scroll up and scroll up and make sure that there's not anything else. I think there might be a couple more. Don't want to miss anybody out just in case.
1: Well, I felt like I've also said on the show, too, with Donovan, it's like he knows that we may have to store them.
0: Yeah, he does. All right, last ones uh, from Facebook. There's two of them. Both of them from Josh Ayers. He says, do the 2 billion gamers Xbox talk about exist, or is it a fluff number? They exist. They
1: definitely exist, yeah, 100%. Here's
0: the thing. you got to think about it in the light of – you there has to be something where you you have to understand what a gamer is and i might even say potential gamers and i'm going to stay outside of consoles right you can talk about consoles and how many millions and consoles really billions of consoles that have sold at this point in time um but you got to look at it past that. PlayStation alone has sold over 500 million consoles themselves, right? So it's not that crazy of a stretch to think across all the Nintendos, all the Segas, all the Microsofts sold, and then all the weird outliers past that, like the Game Boy selling so much and the DS. When you look at all that, it gets crazy. It's obvious to think that, in all honesty, there are probably a cumulative 2 billion gamers. But realistically, As much as a lot of people want to, there really is a true gaming market on phones. There are phone games that are still video games that aren't normally what you'd expect and think about in terms of of a gamer, but they still fit. But even past that, there are people that play games on their phones more than one time a day, and I'm going to say that that does make them gamers. They may be in a different staging of gaming than we are, but that doesn't make them not gamers. So yeah, there is a potential market of two billion gamers out there that if you can find a way to meet, to reach them, that market does exist.
1: Yeah. I mean, you got to think about all the Xbox originals, Xbox 360s, Xbox Ones, and then of course, technically, if you...
0: Well, and streaming opens that up wide, yeah, because that's, that's all phone. Well, so if you, even if you wanted to say 2 billion gamers that Xbox could tap into, once they launch Project X Cloud, yeah, that, that's totally yeah, feasible.
1: Absolutely. Yeah.
0: Uh, Josh Air says, what hairstyle do you use on created characters? The same hairstyle as mine, when
1: it applies, but it doesn't ever apply because this is a hipster hairstyle, so who knows. Actually getting it cut tomorrow with a beard trim, I can't wait.
0: 98% of the time I just use whatever create, created character is literally there because half the time it doesn't matter uh to me you it, put it, armor on them and stuff
1: It depends on the game too like if it's like an anime based game I'm definitely going to anime hairstyle it's
0: Blood like, Bloodborne it's uh not an anime game Even when I did well, yeah, but it's just a Japanese based game that I mean you know but even like the uh, uh, Code Vein beta I didn't make my character I didn't care It's a waste of my time in yeah, my opinion yeah, I guess so and I would honestly that's my stance on creative characters I don't care for them I would rather play as a written character with a real story and a real name that doesn't change and is not subject to whether you're a boy or a girl or whether you have this type of voice or this type of voice or maybe you put a scar in your character but the story can't do anything about that because it can't it'd be impossible for them to account for whether you have a scar there and then try and formulate a backstory as to why you have that scar or what importance it has those are things that I just care more about give me a character that you made and tell me why that character should matter to me that's my thing. That's it for Facebook.
1: Twitter. We do have one that I do want to get out of the way right now and say that we will not be answering on this show because this is actually something that I want to talk about here soon as a main topic of the show. No, that that could work too, but I, I want to – well, I don't want to put two of these questions back because these are two – that is a legitimate topic I want to see us talk about. Yes. And I'll go ahead and say the question, but it is our good buddy, sean one Neo on twitter and he says why haven't we seen the uh, return of some iconic franchises that would be suitable for psvr especially uh sony themselves and he goes on to list excuse me a multitude like Motors- of games yeah games like motor storm resistance kill zone uh gta silent hill stuff like that so that is something i'm going to talk about more and more uh soon actually that might be this week's topic but i really want to wait until i order my oculus quest which i'll be ordering uh, sometimes uh, So you can week, really
0: have a better understanding, understanding of VR and yes, stuff. Yes, yes,
1: um, yes. But you know what, Sean, One, you gave us two good topics. I'm going to put this one in there too. So we won't answer this one either. But you said, do you think Sony will make a slimmer PS4 slash PS4 Pro at some point? That's actually a topic that I was thinking about doing sooner rather than later. Um, like we said, toward the end of this generation cycle and the beginning of PS5, there's going to be less and less news about this generation and more and more news about next
0: and speculation. About and this
1: next. is what I wanted to do because, uh, mm. it always makes me think of the, um, or makes me think back to when I owned the sliding PS three, the sliding top. And that was their fourth technical, uh, iteration. Okay. Yeah. And, and we've yeah, only yeah. seen three. So, uh, that actually, you know what? Sean? Well, it was their
0: third iteration. No, well, I I, I know what you mean now, but yeah,
1: because yeah. technically model one had two different versions.
0: Uh, but not really. I mean, yeah, but it also no, it's not, it's not a backwards compatibility, but it's not really a form factor change. You know what I mean? So I, I hard so. to say,
1: I guess so, but, um, but you are right. Technically, but Sean, Wendell, I'll I'll actually go ahead and say, unless some breaking news comes out about PS five, Sean, uh, you will see the, uh, slimmer PS four pro topic this week. We'll do that as this week's topic, and then you'll see PSVR topic, and I'm actually going to be sure I put this in Google Keep since this will be a little bit down the road, but I want to make sure, I want to get some experience in with Oculus Quest, so at least I can have a good standpoint on a VR question.
0: Yeah, I think you'll understand, Sean. He's also one of our patrons, so thank you, good sir. Yes,
1: thank you, thank you. Always good
0: Twitter talk. Other question, one of which we will answer is... If you wake up as the opposite, if you woke up as the opposite sex, how would you spend your day? Uh, while Saul's doing that, I'll go ahead and take the reins on this one. Uh, this is going to sound—I think a lot of people go towards the immediate joke answer of like, essentially like pleasure yourself and whatnot. And I know a lot of people say it jokingly, but realistically, I land on the side of I would try and spend my day as much as possible understanding what it's like to be a woman. And this sounds crazy. I would really hope that if I did that. Somehow that I would be on my period. If it's only for one day, let's just say that that's what it is. I would want to understand what it's like to be on a period and uh, feel yourself thinking one thing, but then also feel this wave of hormones trying to make you think a different way and which of the two ends up coming out and how well you can control it. That's yeah. something that I think is interesting. And I, I would use it as an opportunity to understand the opposite sex better so that whenever I go back to being a man in, in this particular situation, if that happens, that I can be a little more, I hope
1: it happens. He says for a day
0: thoughtful. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, he uh, said, actually he just said, if you woke up as the opposite sex, how would you spend your day? He doesn't say it's oh, only yeah, he one, your day, but uh, I'm pretty sure that's what he means. I actually
1: agree, agree with Brett on that one. I do think that it is uh important to at least understand how they feel because typically we can't. Yeah, um, sure. Or at even least, though there is like a theory slash like almost confirmed thing like where once a month even guys get like a mood swing like for about a week they're just not in the Well, definitely
0: when you're around women who have it, it's, it's almost like a sympathy period. Almost, if, Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I know um, what you're talking about.
1: Because I, I definitely have gone through those before.
0: And it's hard to say whether it's your hormones trying to do something to stay in line with theirs, or if it's because well, it's you're even, a little more on edge because they're on edge. Not and even... Like it, it ends up being that y'all are feeding off each other's energy. Not even
1: that, though. I'm just talking about weeks where I'm in a funk for no reason. Like, I can I can literally think, like, hey, I got this going for me. I got this going for me. I'm excited for this, but I just don't feel like doing anything. I just... Yeah. I'm not in a good mood. Yeah,
0: I don't know. That's, that's an interesting he one. He also
1: asked, where's your bottle cap challenge video? Um... I got big feet. I can't do that video. I'm, gonna kick I'm not very
0: flexible. I can't, even do, I can't even lift my leg like that and spin around and kick. It, will, it won't happen. Are you serious? Yeah, dude. I'm not flexible at all. Okay. I, I, I very, very much mean that. I'm not flexible. If
1: I can come up with a creative funny idea, you'll get your video.
0: Matt Green, another patron, says, why Thank do you, Americans call football soccer? Because you kick it with your foot. <laughs> Listen. I have no real,
1: I have real no answer for this one. Well, really okay.
0: Know. So what? Is it because you wear socks? But you wear shoes when you're on soccer, so where the fuck did the word soccer come from? I'm sorry for the language, but you know what? This demands it. Where does the term soccer even come from? Does it mean anything? Does it even have an origin? Like
1: I'm trying to figure out if Brett knows or not all about soccer, but oh.
0: Well, he said, he why is football called soccer in America? I get
1: it was a joke because I said you kick it with your foot
0: okay I'm just making sure kick off Super Bowl, it doesn't turn to the point sports hold up look let's see if this comes in the origin of the word soccer we're gonna because do some learning it
1: Socrates who came up with kicking a stone as your foot
0: <laughs> you think I'm joking I think this. you're no as soon as you said it I remember someone telling me this but this also sounds like the shit where people are like do you know why it's, it's a, called Cinco de Mayo it's because there was a boat carrying a mayonnaise from Mexico and it sunk on it, it, <laughs> you know
1: why was there mayonnaise in Mexico?
0: Oh, it was because, no, they were shipping mayonnaise either from, or it was to Mexico. They don't want that
1: shit. They have sour cream. That's their mayonnaise. (laughs) That's true. Kiki will say yes to me on that one.
0: You should know that it was the British that invented the word soccer. Oh, And it was also one of the first names of what we now primarily know as football. In fact, in the early days of sport, among the other uh, upper echelons of British society, the proper term for the sport was soccer. Not only that, but the sport being referred to as soccer preceded the first recorded incident of it being called by the singular word football by about 18 years
1: so it technically is with the latter
0: happening when it became more popular with middle and lower class so people who were a little less educated at the time instead of calling it soccer and thinking of a word like that they look at a more immediate like football, football which leads us to the question of why the hell did americans call football that we call football i don't know what you call it anywhere else but what we call football, where it's primarily throws, the only time you, end up, you even kick the balls when you're in the you're in the kicking zone, and you can really choose to kick it anytime, but it doesn't happen very often.
1: Why is kickball not called football?
0: Because <laughs> it came later. I can almost guarantee you because kickball is essentially a bastardized version of soccer. I mean, of a baseball. It's like baseball I mean, it with, a, it's with a it's but with a with yeah. a ball that you kick. Yeah. So it would definitely it would just be that soccer as we call it, but football beat it by precedence. Uh, So what are you going to call it? Kickball. And you kick the shit out of the ball. You can do it in soccer, but soccer is also a good mix of dribbling and going down and doing small movements and chip shots. Uh, Why is it called cricket? (laughs) These are questions. Look, I don't know why America decided to be different from everyone else. Maybe it's because the first people who were able to come over here were considered of the upper echelon. So they always called it soccer. So when it caught on here, it never ended up being that thing where it was able to be changed By the poor around here. I mean, obviously there's always been poor people around here, but I think Well, how
1: long ago was this done?
0: Who knows? In the 1860s, as in most of history, with records as far back as 1004 BC, there were quite a lot of football sports in existence being played popularly throughout the world and, of course, England. 1860s. Many of these sports had similar rules and eventually on October 26th, 1863, a group of teams in England decided to get together and create a standard set of rules, which would be used as at well, the, all their matches. Well, the so thought... it was called soccer before, definitely. And it was still called football by some of the, che- the, some of the uh, more poor people. Um, and then when they go through and even middle class. So essentially just people who, were, who would have been less educated, definitely in a time period where education was a little bit more of a premium. Then now in the well, time period and, but. And
1: back in, back then too, it wasn't uncommon for uh, people from Europe to migrate to where we currently live. Well, yeah, that's what I mean. So and and you would think it the- would
0: be the people with more money in the earlier days.
1: Well, also soccer slash football in Spain, like that's where that term originated from.
0: I don't know. I don't want to so get too much. If
1: I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure. Like, I mean,
0: obviously, it's it's huge in Spain. I don't know where it started. It could well, be. Well, I know. think
1: that's where it caught on. It started, obviously, what we're talking about. Yeah. Next sure. question is once again Matt Green, and it's actually a really, really good question. He says, "Oh, does your town have any folklore in your town slash city?
0: We so are city two
1: pretty significant ones.
0: I think we're on the same page. There's only two. I mean, it just depends on what you really say, but. I, there, it's safe to say there's two that everyone here would agree for
1: 100%. Yeah, so for those that don't know, there's a horror movie that's been remade three times now, I believe. Uh, no,
0: it's only been remade once.
1: Well, it's been... Okay, it's been made three times, I think.
0: No, it's only... it's It's been made the original that was made by a Texarkana filmmaker uh, who went on to be famous. And then it was remade just recently? And then it was just remade was three,
1: recently. I thought there was three iterations of this movie.
0: Don't think so. Um... The, but, the, the movie is called The Town That Dreaded Sundown. Well, first of
1: all, the movie is called that, but like that's actually what this town is called, as The Town That Dreaded Sundown.
0: Well, and, and it was in reference to the events that inspired the movie.
1: Yes, like mm-hmm. it happened in 1970s where...
0: Um, nope. 1960s? Nope. 1950s? Earlier. It was in the 40s or 50s. No, or it wasn't. Look, hold on. The Phantom Killer, Texarkana... So anyway, if you want to look this stuff up, it happened uh, throughout February 22nd, 1946 to May 3rd, 1946. Uh, the person was never apprehended, never seen.
1: No, nah, that, that can't be right.
0: Dude, it's right. I've been lied to. My grandpa was alive during these things and he was young. One of my teachers was not alive
1: during one of these things and he said he lived through it. He was born in like 53.
0: You got a liar of a teacher. I do. Was it Mr. Cole? Who? You didn't have him then. I don't know who that is. <laughs> anyway, yeah, no, th- I knew it was early because Grandpa okay. was very young. Grandpa so was, said he was nineteen or twenty, and that actually is perfect. Grandpa yeah. was born in twenty six. It was well. It was, se- so. it was
1: a series of um it was a series of murders that happened throughout our city and uh they never caught on him. There's a lot of like conspiracy theories on where he was, where he went, who he was, stuff like that. Um Dude, like, uh, roped up a woman into a tree, then tied a, a knife to a, a trombone and, like, played the trombone. That actually happened.
0: Um, that was I, in the movie. I, was, I don't remember that being actually real. I've, I've looked at no. a lot of stuff on this. I don't think that, that one's real. I'm pretty sure it was. Like, that was in the movie. And unless this teacher lied about everything. The teacher probably lied about everything. Um, because I believe. I know what you're talking about. I believe but they that even is
1: found the trombone with the knife still taped to it. Is what led next to the body, and that that actually happened in Spring Lake Park. That was the murder that took place in Spring Lake Park. Was that one?
0: Well, um, no, okay, it's it's all a little different. I've actually recently looked into it again because it's all interesting. I watched, I mean, I watched a
1: documentary on it, but I don't. It's been so long; I don't even remember the documentary. I just remember watching it. Um, but yeah, you can definitely go look it up. There's a lot of stuff around this uh, topic, um, and people even people even thought that this is um. Uh, like uh, the South version of Jack the Ripper or the Zodiac. They think that the, there's a th- theory that the Zodiac and this person is the same person. Uh, that he just went to California after he did all this here, which
0: he never got caught. He never yeah. got caught,
1: so we don't know. Uh, but the other one is the uh, Boogie Creek Monster. Boogie Creek Monster. Boogie Creek Monster. What is that called? <laughs> boggy boggy creek monster it's essentially sasquatch is all it is it's nothing nothing big it,
0: it, yeah it's essentially a southern take on sasquatch it's not
1: southern um i mean it's just, just because it's here but it inherently the story is i that, mean yeah that's true
0: but yeah. i mean it, it's it's just our very specific version where we they they called him the Falk monster Falk is a city that's uh, very, a town that's very racist unfortunately that's uh, probably what 10 miles out from us if even that 12 yeah, so uh, it was very close to where I used to live out in the country. Um, I have some family that uh, used to work in Falk. So uh, weird thing—they ha- they lean into it heavily. They got a monster thing that you can go and there's a sign that you can see and kind of get hit by him or whatever, or taken by him or that you're seeing him or whatever or be him. I think you put your face in one of them. Uh, they have Monster Mart, which literally exists just to be the Boggy Creek Monster. Uh, they-, they made a movie about it as well. Um, so you know.
1: Yeah, and my thing is too is that um, the, the, the official story is, is that from New York there was a traveling car, a carnival which that actually has been proven that that is a real thing that, that happened back in the day and that was in the 70s. I remember this the story. Um, actually, it was the 60s, late 60s to the 70s. And essentially what happened is that like something got free uh, from the carnival and it's, it's essentially a very tall humanoid creature and it wasn't covered in fur originally. And they said that over the course of it living here, it became covered in fur from not taking care of its mane. But, um, that's, it's essentially just Bigfoot, but it is kind of creepy the way it started out supposedly. But, uh, yeah. Thank you guys for the uh, questions on Twitter. We're going to go. So
0: here's where you I think you're, uh, brass instrument stuff is getting a little conflated or either you just got lied to by somebody who didn't know I, mean no, to I got it. told that so yeah. I, I know for so sure here it is. Look, at this point uh, officers received a lead from Jerry Atkins Booker's band leader who stated that Betty who is one of the victims had carried a saxophone with her because no saxophone was found at the site officers hoped that it would lead them to a suspect on Saturday April 27th a man was arrested in Corpus Christi Texas for trying to sell a, ma- a saxophone to a music store they thought it might have been the same one they just were looking for somebody who took her as so like a, dude, he
1: definitely lied to me. It sounds to me like he watched the movie and thought it was in entirely the 70s real and acted like he was like since we were students. He acted like he knew everything that happened and he acted like it took place in his timeline when it didn't or time li- or lifetime. But uh, on to Discord, the last version here we have our very first up question from Oathkeeper Kiki, our good buddy Kiki. He is a patron and we thank our patrons. He says, if your favorite movie from the '80s was going to be remade, who would you want to star in it? And he goes on to mention saying Alien would be his, and he wants Mary Elizabeth Winstead as uh, Ripley. That's actually fantastic. Um, that is a, a very good example, actually, or a very good um, casting choice for me. I would definitely pick that. I, on the other hand, have already had my favorite movie remade from the '80s, and it is it is paired with who I would have wanted to act the main part, but it was not a great movie. And that was when the Nightmare on Elm Street came out and Jackie Earl Haley played Freddy Krueger. He played a really, really good Freddy Krueger. That movie was just not great at all. And that movie came out like 2013, I think.
0: Oh, yeah. I do I remember that. It's the guy that. from
1: Watchmen who... Right, you, you never watched Watchmen, did you? No, I've watched okay. Watchmen.
0: Watchmen's great. Yeah, he's Warshak
1: well, from Well, the Watchmen. director's cut was great. Yeah, they're all great. But uh, he's Warshak he's from Watchmen. And uh, the original Friday the 13th is one of my favorite horror movies of all time.
0: Yeah, and what's his name? Um, some, Jack, Jackie or Haley? No, no, the original, it's something Bloom, is that right? Huh? The original uh, Freddy. Oh, yeah. The original Freddy Krueger. What's the actor's oh, name? Oh,
1: the actor's name. Um, <laughs> like, what's his original name? Um, it's not Bloom. It's, uh, and now you said that.
0: I'm trying to oh
1: Robert England. Robert
0: England, yeah. I should have remembered. West... England with E N G L U N D. Yeah. Uh I am I actually really I, I'm was... weird. Movies and games are very different. I think that remaking a game serves more of a purpose because you can actually really, really help From the limitations of what consoles could not allow you to do from a mechanical standpoint, from a gameplay smoother standpoint, or something you want to put in, that's because they're interactive. I do not care for movie remakes because I think that they're unnecessary. I would rather somebody take, don't be wrong, I'm not going to say it wasn't. Did you see the trailer for the new one today? No. Uh, oh boy! No, no, don't me wrong. I will go see it, but also it was never actually a full-on real movie. It was a TV movie. It was, it it was, was a TV miniseries. Miniseries. It wasn't a movie. Yet. Yeah. It was, so
1: I think it's the total runtime for that was four and a half hours. Yeah. So anyway, for the but entire series. When
0: you when you think about that, I still don't really. That's that's more of adapting something that wasn't a movie into a movie. It was well, a little a bit book. more. Yeah, and that, and that was a book that was adapted into a miniseries, which was adapted into to a, a movie, movie, which was then adapted into another movie. Yeah, which was
1: adapted into a sequel into a miniseries. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but anyway, keep on going here,
0: I don't mind people doing that because that's just more of a readaptation to an extent of like bringing it to yeah. a series a thing that it never was, and I guess that kind of logic could be moved towards something like more uh, Netflix's. Uh, they're they're remaking Avatar: The Last Airbender with the original creators in live action, so it's better no. than the movie That's different.
1: That's, 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 there's never been a good animated cartoon come to life in real life. No,
0: I, I, I completely agree, and I don't want that. But my bigger thing is, why do that? Why not just work with the creators who you like and then just go, we want you to do something new and original with us. And I would prefer that. I'm getting real tired of seeing all these movie remakes. Very seldom do I actually feel like one of these movies need to be remade for some reason. I think animated movies being remade in the live action, is it, it completely takes away from the point of the timelessness of anim- animation. I think animation is beautiful. And one of the things I love so much about it is that definitely whenever they go through the process of bringing it to a Blu-ray and they work on it, you have movies like the Lion King, which look phenomenal today on Blu-ray. I mean, so good. There's a couple of older movies when they had to, when Disney was doing bad and they were doing cheaper animation things to try and survive in the in between. Uh, no, Aladdin's definitely not one of those. In terms I me, mean, it is.
1: I do not like the animation. In you'd Aladdin.
0: have to know what I'm talking about. It's from like the 50s and 60s of the time period, you'd, and you could look at some of these movies, and even in the 70s, like Black Cauldrons, one of them, they used a lot of yeah. very cheap animation things because the movies weren't gonna get made otherwise. No. It is just kind of how it worked. They had to do it to stay afloat until. Disney could become what they are now. Disney are one of the biggest people who completely, constantly go about remakes. I don't care for them. I want to see something done that I've not seen done before. Whether that be turning a show into a movie, that's fine. Turning a movie into a show, that's fine. I just want you to do something that is not the exact same thing as it was. Well... And I think that those are a waste of time. So, Brett's, yeah. Brett's ankles hurt a little bit from being on his high horse and jumping off it. So let's go ahead and move on to the next question. It's because all those damn... You know those... Sweet cupcakes that he used to. Do? No, Trace's ankles used to hurt whenever he would jump and land because he'd say, "I'm pretty sure it's because Trace used to eat those Hostess cupcakes dual packs." He first like of all, those three, are disgusting. Three dual packs of those a day when we were kids. Those are disgusting.
1: You got to get the right flavor. You get the orange ones; those are good, or the, the yellow ones. I don't know what the, the yeah. lemon and I get either the way, it's just
0: funny that you said that because Trace is always like, "Dude, I'm pretty sure my bones hurt because I eat all this sugar." I'm like, I don't think that that Trace logic was holds Trace is not a bright up. person.
1: Uh, our good buddy Sean, aka Root Cold, once again. Oh, He's a also patron. a patron, yeah. yeah. Uh, he says, is there any game from your childhood that you didn't get to play, whether it be that you couldn't afford it or is on another system that you didn't have, that you wish you could go back and play today? No. I don't really, and this this sounds weird. I would have made the effort and done it already. As um, an adult. Like, if there's something in my childhood that I felt like I missed out on, and from a game perspective, I feel like as an adult now, I have the means to to do it and I would have done it. So I don't really regret not playing a game like that.
0: I don't know. I think some games can just get so far behind you that you lose the original interest you had that made you want to play it. But But then then you run the question. Yeah, yeah, I get it. You still want to go back and play it to this day. Yeah, yeah, I I get it, but there might be a situation where if the game comes back around somehow through a remaster or something, the interest gets peaked again, and there's a a right spot for you to put it in. I don't immediately have one. excuse me, I don't immediately have one either, because I do kind of agree with Saul. In some extent, you're going to play the games that you always wanted to play somehow, some way. Sometimes you wait long enough, and even though you were going to play it, you end up getting lucky, and people who never played Shadow of the Colossus got to play what I would consider a better version of it with the remake that they did. Um, So, hard to say. It's a great question. I just think that Part of what makes it so hard is internet and the ability for ROMs to be so easily shared. And it does, I mean, I would prefer to support games I want to play in in an official capacity, but that's not always possible.
1: Yeah. Well, in in very similar vein to his question, Josh actually says, uh, Josh Shoop, he says, Would you say that the age has changed you in a way that you do or that you enjoy slash do not enjoy certain games now that you did slash didn't when you were teenagers? that goes against not really as well. There's not really a subset of games that I've played in the past or the present that I wouldn't have played um, in retrospect.
0: Well, he says certain games and I think to an extent he really is, is asking a little bit more about genre and I've already kind of spoke on one of them a little bit. And that was that I used to love games like Planescape Torment and Neverwinter nights. And I'd play them like crazy back in the day uh, on the little crappy PC I had that could play them. (laughs) But I don't know why, the last few times I've tried playing newer games that are supposedly supposed to be similar, they just don't catch me. And I don't know if it's because back then I didn't look at stories the same way as I do now. And those games have got good stories, but they also have very, very particular gameplay mechanics that I think in that age, like, I didn't pay uh, attention to the story as much as I did the fun gameplay mechanics at the time for me and I think some of those have been lost partially it's MMOs and it's not that I don't enjoy them it's that I don't have the time to enjoy them the way I want so they become frustrating but I feel like I can't grind them enough
1: yeah the only thing that would be similar to that for me would be fighting games and that's not exactly because I lost interest in it it's just because I haven't seen one that comes out that like I really like. Smash was really good for a while, but Smash is always the same for me. And unless I have a very close group of friends constantly playing it, I can't stay on that game. Well, that's actually every fighting game.
0: That's how age changes too. I'll say fighting games too, but when I was young, I always had people to play fighting games with me. Now, well, since I, mean, I play it, majority of the games by myself, fighting games I don't want to play online. I want to play well, with say, you in the room even, beside me. That's when they're fun.
1: Even now, I was playing online with like Cody and I mean uh, C- Cody, um, Corey. And then Sean and Blaze, when we always had our Discord, we had our Discord set up for and we did voice chats. It was really, really fun. But one, it gets kind of tedious, or not tedious, but it just gets boring uh, playing against the same people. Yeah. And it does, the lag does affect it. But I will say that that actually added some longevity to the game. So.
0: I could see that. My, I go back to just, those are the games that really, really rely on interaction with other people. Are hard for me to continuously play and enjoy in, in longer spurts because I lean so much. Like, I didn't even enjoy Smash Bros. Ultimate for a number of reasons, some of them mechanically, but most of them were that at the time that Smash Bros. 4 hit, or whatever you want to call it, Smash Bros. Wii U, um, Smash for you. <laughs> but When that hit, we were all at a point in time in our lives where we had a lot more free time. We could just all go to one person's house and sit for eight hours playing Smash with no real issues. And that's just not as feasible anymore. And that comes down to age. Some of our friends grew up, and they were younger than us, so their ability stopped. We grew up even more. Uh, we had, I had kids. Things like that started happening. It's like I got a cat. It gets, it, it, yeah, exactly. Yeah, a cat. Uh, but it's just, yeah, I think age does definitely change the way these things are, but hopefully not a lot for a lot of people. It'd be really yeah. sad for me to think about people who love the genre, and then they just don't anymore because they got older. I don't feel like you should ever be able to legitimately grow out of anything, to an extent. But, you know, I guess it's Underwear. possible. <laughs> you got to go to them whitey tidies.
1: Josh, uh, with a follow up question, he says I was working on a game review and I typically listen to music. In this scenario, I was listening to the little track of Dream Theaters. Title track. Title track, yeah, you're right. Title track of Dream Theaters. I saw it was like being a uh, Jesus, but no. Uh, of Dream Theaters, Octa. I can never say this properly on the first time. Octavarium. Octavarium, yeah. Uh, but my wife, uh, had made the statement that she didn't like it because she felt like the band's sole purpose is to be show-offs. How do you feel about statements like that? Do you think bands like Dream Theater, Dragon Force, etc. are only, uh, are only there to be a bunch of show-offs on their instruments? No. No band, to me, has ever given me that. I do feel like there have been instances with the way some songs were written that I can see that that could be a possibility but I will never I won't say a band entirely there is and I hate to say this and I have nothing against the actual genre because there's still bands in that genre that I really like and especially older things but Christian music is the worst when it comes to that where they do the very standard typical very very first of all very I don't even know how to... Do, I, predictable riffs and stuff, and they, they just try to make their r- rock sound generic as possible lately. Now, I don't like... like Think back to Old Skillet versus New Skillet and yeah, how generic it is. But I think... There things is is that,
0: that a symptom of them being a band for too long and a, and eventually... Any artist is going to, if you're constantly riding, constantly on the road, constantly doing these things, you're going to tap your creativity it's not, well. No, I'm using, and you, you rotate I'm using, people in and out. You I'm know? using their new stuff as an example, though, because oh, oh, yeah, of I
1: know. how show-offy it is, or their older stuff is in comparison. Where it's Well, you just
0: like, mean because it's better, so in your mind, the, the it, more complicated no, riffs are...
1: It's not complicated riffs, though... When you're comparing it to stuff like this which well, is but my
0: point. You, you said you, their older stuff was more show y yes, compared
1: to their newer stuff like it seems like once once you that's where you can kind of see a fine line and when like a band changes in a sense, so they, they go from really show offy like let's say Dragon force came out with an acoustic album that was slow. you're yeah. like, well, this is weird. what were they doing beforehand? You're, and you go like, I miss beforehand. You go back and you realize that it's not exactly show-offy. It's just what they're wanting to do. And then okay, that's that what I was going to say. Is, yeah. I
0: don't think it's show-offy as much as I think people change and different stuff. Right, but, but when
1: you look at a band like Skillet, to me, where it feels like a lot of their audience is um, tamed, I guess, compared to like other audiences because it's Christian rock. It's naturally more tamed of stuff like well, that. Well,
0: people grow older, it, and if and when you're dealing with Christian stuff, Christian people tend to pull away from some of the hardships later in life if, yeah. they're, if they're doing things right by the way. Uh, you know, it, and never tell your wife to listen to Polyphia, because that's one of my favorite bands polyphia. ever. I don't care
1: what you say. That's one of my favorite bands ever. And once well, you, I heard
0: an interview where they said Polyphia. Once,
1: <laughs> once you pronounce something wrong the first time, you'll never pronounce it correctly.
0: Dude, Don Bronco. It, 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 I, the second ago when I said Don Broco, I had to stop and say Broco. Broco. But yes, yeah. I know. But yeah, Trust once me. you
1: say it wrong the first time, you say it wrong. But yeah, um, yeah, never shower uh, polyphia, polyphia, because once you do, they are the ultimate. Come off as I we're doing this to be to, to show off. They are legitimately some of the best guitar players I've ever seen.
0: They are, but and here's they, my they're thing. doing it for fun. Here's my exactly. Here's my thing. I think that it'd be foolish to say there's not some level of being like to an extent you're showing off, because by having a great skill in anything and then exerting that great skill to where people can consume it, you are some in some fashion showing off that you have an ability higher than others to be able to even get to this point where you can be in a band and do these things and play guitar at the level that you do. Yeah. So you are showing off to some extent. But I think it'd be weird and foolish to say that most of these bands are only doing it to be show-offs in their instruments. I think what it is is that these are people who are master master players of the instruments that they work on. And what they're trying to do is find the most interesting and artistic ways they can to take that skill and mold it into something that is not only skillful, but tasteful. And I think that's what ends up happening a lot. Sometimes I think they lose the forest for the trees on that, but I don't think it was with the intention of doing these things. I think sometimes people look at it and, and a band like dragon force, they literally go, how can we, how can we make a song that's blazingly fast still be interesting and have people like it and i think that even though i do think it's it could be seen easily as show off i think it works but going back to somebody like buckethead or somebody like polyphia it tends to stand on the fact that they're taking really complex riffs and really complex guitar playing and finding really interesting ways to play with them so be it buckethead throwing in like masterful guitar playing and seeing how something as simple as like a kill switch being used in weird situations can make for such different sounding music for an artistic purpose and for fun. And then you go to Polyphia, and you go, well, they're going to inject, they're going to inject this level of like this album. They're going to be more uh, electronic in the backing and they're going to find ways to make their guitar playing. That is real guitar playing bleed into that with not only style skills, scales, but also sound effects. And how are they getting these sounds? I I I don't agree with the statement. But I think it's easy for people who are outside of the genres to land on that.
1: Who has the best facial hair in gaming? Another question from Josh. Me. Geralt of Rivia. Link from Zelda. With all (laughs) bias when it comes to gaming, uh, with all bias aside when it comes to gaming, what do you think is the best way to play a video game? This includes PC, PS, PlayStation, Nintendo, Mobile, and Xbox.
0: I think that the ending is a little too broad for me. I'm just going to go to... PC, console, handheld. Uh, yes, phone.
1: having that spectrum.
0: And I'm going to say bias aside, this is when, when you really go into best way to play a video game. There's always going to be some level of subjectivity as to what best means. But I'm going to land on consoles across the board, and that's because of ease of use and the factor that most people can get in and play without any issues. PCs have too many barriers of entry from weird Everybody drivers. Everybody always says that. Well, no, but I it's really never. do mean that. And I, the re- the reason I say that. I could, I could give my mom... My mom has played. That's what I should say, actually. My mom has turned on and played countless consoles for certain games she liked. My mom loved Crash Bandicoot. She turned on the PlayStation 1, knew how to do it, because it's very simple, and then would play Crash Bandicoot. Okay, I bet you she could play on she a would, she she would turn on PC. Thing. Yeah, well, no, but, but here's the thing. She turned on a PC... Then she has to figure out how to download the game. Definitely now, when we're at, away from disc. Uh, you have to figure out how to download the game. So you got to you got to understand it's, Steam. It's the same thing, though. Is that like, Hold on. Let me get there. You have to understand Steam, which is not that bad. But you're starting you from to step out, zero, where you're
1: you're starting off with having a disc with Crash Bandicoot, which you have to tell them to go to GameStop. They have to figure out what it. game they yes, want. Yeah. They
0: have to figure That's out. What I'm saying. There's comparable. There but is. going to a store and buying a physical item is a lot easier for, for barrier of entry than it is for... I think, a I large think, group of people but it comes down to this even people who can who know how to use technology enough to download things because most people do do know how to do that I,
1: if, if you can't follow directions if I say they're like what, but about, I don't
0: mean that how many times if, and I've had this happen but you're, you're talking about somebody who's 50
1: versus somebody who's our age yes. if I said download Steam and download Destiny 2 you're gonna do that it's
0: okay, but I've got a perfect example okay. of a time that brought up recently for you that goes exactly to what I'm talking about as to why consoles are just easier when you're dealing do you not remember the other day when you couldn't even and get Destiny two to actually yeah, load on your Blizzard's computer. Yeah, because Blizzard's a
1: piece of shit with a launcher that See? sucks.
0: Yeah, but it was also yes. because something happened and you didn't. You could not understand what it was. But
1: that still can happen on PS four and it has it multiple times. No, no, where it can,
0: but it's a lot less common. And the thing is, it's be- a lot less common. That's the first time I ever saw uh-huh. it happen on Hold PC. On. The reason it's a lot less common on consoles is something I always talk about. It's the same set of hardware across the board. The reason that things get weird on PCs is that there has Different to be drivers for everything. Stuff. So a game will say, like I had it happen with Forza. You have to have this for this to play right. And if you don't even understand what that is, like on a console, you don't have to and worry about that. The console just says, you need this, hit OK, and we'll yeah, download. it. but I think it's. A it's, computer it's, says, you need this, and you go, what the hell is that? I don't know what Microsoft X Framework 2.0 is. Yeah, but it gives you a link to click on. No, no, no. <laughs> then, if you can't Google what that is to download it, it's just. That's, but it gets complimented. It's not it's a dumb not, argument. It's I, not complicated. I think it's incredibly foolish to say that, that PCs are not just more complicated. They are.
1: No, I'm not saying that they're not more complicated, but they're not as complicated as you're making them out to be.
0: No, but they are complicated to the point where the lowest common denominator is not going to be able to figure them out as easily as they would a console or a, or a handheld. But handhelds are so specific to a number of things smaller screens, all these different things. Most people are going to be most at home and easy to understand on a console.
1: I bet you an 80 year old couldn't even find the disc drive in a PS4.
0: No, probably not.
1: That's what you're comparing people who can't Google what drivers are. But it's, you're saying complicated as if complicated always just means, more steps just always means complicated. If
0: you're 80 and you don't understand technology at any point and you can't find a disc drive, you're not even going to know how to turn a computer on very likely. Oh, but they do.
1: They play a lot of solitaire, which Dude, <laughs> my my gaming. grand Okay, checkmate,
0: grandpa's 90, right? Checkmate. <laughs>
1: And I bet you he played Solitaire, didn't he? Okay,
0: but guess what? Hey, checkmate. <laughs> no, that game was installed on the computer already. Right. You can go to it easily. Checkmate. Okay, that's like saying that, okay, then, then, then the easiest way to do it is go buy one of those games in a box where you, it's a joystick that has a TV Man. thing that goes out to the TV and you plug it in and as soon as you turn the channel on and hit the on switch, you playing a game. Would that
1: be considered a TV
0: console? I don't know. Or hand but hand that, hand it, hand. That, beats, that beats PC if we're talking about ease of use then. There, there you go. Best like, way to play a game. Judging the way it's that the, this, the
1: Pac-Man, judging the way that this question is written, I'm gonna go ahead and just say like handheld is probably the easiest to get into. Then encompasses mobile to me. Like what you were talking about, how like I mean, realistically, it's, the same umbrella.
0: It's, it's 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 unfair if we're gonna say easy. But he said use he said phones, best way to play a video game. Yeah, best way to play though. I still think is for most people console. Personally, but what is your best way? No, he says bias aside. What do you think is the best way? Bias think, aside, what do you think? Console. Okay. Not because of me, for everyone else. But it's what you no. Think. It's not. It's bias aside.
1: Yeah, because we have a PlayStation podcast. So if you say PlayStation, that's biased. Okay, biased. but if
0: I'm being honest, the best place for me to play is PlayStation. That's a biased answer. The only way you could be unbiased is to look at how you think it affects everyone else to the the majority. I'm going to say PlayStation. In the, in the majority, it's going to be console.
1: Do you consider this a sandwich? And I put no as the emoji to let like, you know I answer that question damn early because that is
0: not a sandwich. Technically, it's a sandwich. No, it's, it's two not. pieces of bread with fillings. In it's a hot them. dog a sandwich. You'd have to see the picture. It's a burrito but it's it's essentially a, a sub is that bur- is it's a, burrito a cut in half, not a long ways. but Like you would normally cut uh, uh, bread. <laughs> and then put together like long end on long end with sandwich stuff between it. Just
1: imagine if you took two wieners and you hugged it between a piece of cheese vertically.
0: I want to say this. It's technically not a sandwich because in my mind, you still have to be able to fit the sandwich into your mouth. You, and it's literally impossible. Not
1: only that, but if you took a bite of it, you're getting bread. Therefore, it is a bread with a, a dessert in the middle.
0: Well, I mean, all sandwiches have bread. Kind of a prerequisite. If you
1: take a bite out of a sandwich, yeah. more than one, more than five judging by that bread, and you don't get meat, oh, your yeah.
0: sandwich is messed but up. But you could take a bite from the center of that. It's just You, you would only get meat at that point. No. Nah, you could you could definitely angle your mouth right there, get a little bit of bread, a little bit of cheese, a little bit of meat, a little bit of bread, a little bit of cheese, a little bit of meat.
1: Josh Shoup says, based on the last reader mail, the question about advertisements and all of that, he says, considering NBA sold so well with the cost of those advertisements being in the game, I want to take it a step further. How would you feel if games suddenly did become a lot cheaper, but because it was because of in-game advertisements? For example, Death Stranding comes out and it's only thirty nine ninety nine. however, it does not, or it comes with with advertisements in the game. Maybe there's a way that you could buy out advertisements in the game. Buy out of advertisements. Buy out of advertisements in the game for $15 or $20. How about if there was an option for all games on sale that it knocks uh, knocks it down to a very cheap price, but those games, there is a buyout. What? How about if that, that was an option for all games on sale so that it knocks it down to a very cheap price, but, but it with- still
0: has the option of a buyout. So you can get the game for three dollars. This is very tiny okay. Okay, NBA. I get what you are saying. You can yeah. get NBA for three dollars, and then when you go to start it up, it still gives you the option to pay twenty more dollars to buy that, out of the that question.
1: The answer for that is still gonna be the same for me. No advertisements to video games. It's a very tricky thing. To I, I do
0: agree, but honestly, if, if if it was going to happen, that's the way to do it's it. It's not gonna happen. Options. If it does, I'll
1: stop playing video games. like I said last Bill.
0: I, I mean, I'm not gonna say I'll quit playing video games as long as because look, I'll if, go to whatever platform thing, doesn't I, have those. Game. I already play. I already pay sixty dollars for a game. If I can buy it for forty, like, and that's the only option that you can buy it in. But then in the game, you can spend twenty dollars more. It's not going
1: to be twenty. Or it would be twenty dollars more for forty. Yeah.
0: Th- there's one problem with this, though. But
1: at that point, what's, what's different from buying the game?
0: Hold on. Oh, I agree, but it gives people the option who don't have quite as much money who would be willing to take the the ad to work. But hold on. Here's the biggest thing, and it goes back into my biggest uh, thing of why I don't agree with all digital future. This does not account for people. If this happened right now, this does not account for the people who just do not have any form of Internet to connect their console. And how do you perform a buyout on a game that from the disc automatically has advertisements you can't you have to be you have to be able, and now if that meant that if you bought the game physically you always paid full price and there was no advertisements but if you bought it digitally there were advertisements but it'd be cheaper but you how could buy would it? that work
1: because you already own the license to the game would you just unlock advertisements i guess it would essentially or, or be like anti? okay
0: it would essentially be a really really weird version of on disc dlc that you have to pay for
1: yeah, but my thing because is...
0: Because it'd be on the disc, but it's it's almost the inverse. It's on the disc where the advertisements are there, but it, once you pay for it, you lock the advertisements to where you you don't see them anymore. So it's the exact inverse of paying for on-disc DLC. No. Yeah. It's no. weird, but I mean, the biggest reason for me is 100% against that. There's tons of markets that can't benefit from that because of the lack of... And I don't care if you can't afford it. a game.
1: Uh, this, is, this is not going to become a future because of that. And if it does, then I, I'm done with video games. Uh Atlas Unchained, another patron. Thank you, thank you, thank you. He says, You're fighting a big-ass, fearsome hill, hell, fiercely intelligent, and evil-to-the-core dragon. You're armed with a melee weapon of your choice and well-versed in that said weapon school. What weapon do you choose, and what's your strategy for the fight? A dragon that is intelligent and fearsome. Evil-to-the-core. Evil-to-the-core, and he's badass, and he's big. I don't know what weapon will kill him, other than...
2: Can you guess what it is?
0: The sword that they use to kill dragons? No. <laughs> no. I'm going to use a switch axe for Monster Hunter. Okay.
1: Because I can switch it. Yeah. It's a sword to axe.
0: Yeah, and it's your favorite thing about the Switch console that you can switch it? <laughs> <laughs> what if that was a sound that the hammer, like the switch axe, made in Monster Hunter whenever you did it? I wouldn't play that weapon, that's for sure. That'd get annoying. Um, I have the right answer for this. And yes, I said, I said right answer. This has already happened in a video game. I just want you to know that. Uh, Maleficent, when she's in her dragon form in Kingdom Hearts 1, she is big ass, she's fearsome, she's fiercely intelligent, and she's evil to the core. That's just Maleficent. You just described her. Uh, and you're armed with any melee weapon of your choice. He already had the keyblade, and guess what? He knew everything you needed to know about no, it. that's not Switch X. and not make that sound it. effect. Doesn't matter.
1: Can't oh, yeah, I can't, make,
0: I can't make the snap, but Yes. Yeah, it'd
1: be the Keyblade. So Josh asked a really fun question. He says, let's get, uh, let's see who knows the other friend better. He says, I will give a list of favorites, and you have to answer for each person. Each correct answer is worth one point. Whoever has the most points at the end wins. No cheating. Whoever loses has to buy the other guy's Wendy's the next time you go there. And then he says, based on Saul's pitless stomach, which is very true. I am very hungry right now. And um, He
0: says, I better win this one based off Saul's bottomless hunger pit. Okay, and that's so true. let's get
1: the storyboard going on here i'm gonna do it like this okay so let's see let's see who'll win this uh and obviously no cheating so brett what is my favorite soda
0: i really want to say one but i'm gonna stick with dr pepper nope okay was it mountain dew nope pepsi uh, oh actually, how did i not know that yeah uh oh, well. i know what
1: yours is though dr pepper okay so that's one point for me i won this in the bag okay what is your what is my favorite candy bar here's the
0: problem with that i'm uh, way, no, I'm no, way more no, picky p- now, hold on. It's fine. The rules of the game are the rules of the game. But I'm way more picky, so it's easier for you to land on the thing that I like the most because I like it and that's, I just eat that. That's
1: the point about knowing somebody who's well and picky. Damn it. What's my favorite candy bar? This is pretty easy. I've said it multiple times. Hershey's? Mm, fast break. I don't know why you didn't think of that. I don't know. Your favorite candy bar is Kit Kat. Nope Okay good So we both know Neither one of us Got a question there Taco Bell item This is easy Easy We've talked about this So many times I feel like yours Is a steak quesadilla You got it Yeah So wait What if we both get a point
0: Huh It says uh, Each I guess Each, each correct, correct answer, answer Is worth, is worth one, one point. point
1: So you're up to one um, So we're tied uh, Yeah uh, Yours is Five Lair Brita
0: No Okay it, it
1: was for a long time though You're very close TV show What's my favorite TV show of all time, The Office. No, Breaking Bad. What, uh, oh yeah, I, I do know Brian this like one. this. So I'm just gonna go ahead and award myself a point for having to say for saying How I Met Your Mother. So I'm just gonna go ahead and throw my one in there. Hold on.
0: No, <laughs> what, I, hold on. what is there not? Is that not right? It's not right. But there's one very there's <laughs> one very particular reason. The only thing I'll say, anime counts in this, right?
1: I mean, I could, technically, it's a TV show.
0: Yeah okay, Full Metal Alchemist is technically my nice okay. favorite.
1: I'll give you that one. Yeah. <laughs> but
0: Full Metal Alchemist, Full Metal Alchemist is like, like you talked about with Scrubs. It's harder to watch constantly. You yeah. know what I mean? Like you can't end it and then immediately restart. You can. This but is
1: this is a point for both of us. Right, what is my favorite movie?
0: Shawshank Redemption.
1: What is and yours is Forrest Gump. <laughs>
0: it's pretty much true. Yeah,
1: that's not pretty much just true. That's fucking not- true. Um, what is my favorite RPG? Oh, this is actually
2: a good one. This is a good one. Oblivion?
0: No. What is it? Come on. I mean, it has to be an RPG, right? Yeah. Final Fantasy VI.
1: I mean, I guess technically that would be it. That wasn't what I had in my mind. It was Dark Souls, but okay.
0: Yeah, that is technically that, an that RPG. That is not technically
1: an RPG. That is definitely well, an RPG. I consider
0: it to be an action RPG, but that's still an RPG, and that's not fair yeah. of me to break them out like that. So,
1: yeah, you're right. Blueberry pancakes are still fucking pancakes. Um,
0: yours is near. The first one.
1: That's true. Yeah, three to three to two. I'm edging up. <laughs> <is all> right. <laughs> okay, now this is going to be a hard one for both of us. It, it I mean, will. It will. Maybe. Be. Well, <laughs> no, no, it's not. <laughs> not for me. Favorite actor. Brent says Tom Hanks. Yep. I'm gonna go ahead and award me a point there. What's mine? You might actually get it. It's not hard. Think very simple of me.
0: I know I'm. De- I'm debating where I want to land on. You know. Yeah. I have a couple in my mind that I think could be it, but I'm scared. <laughs> uh, let's see. Your favorite actor.
2: Very easy of a question.
1: I have a lot, but there's one that reigns true above all of them.
0: Matt Damon. Jim Carrey. <laughs> I almost said Jim Carrey. I don't know. Okay. The Matt Damon was more of a joke for me to be able to. I mean, I, I was going to throw that out there, but it was also a joke on uh, I think we also both South have, Park. what is our favorite rock oh, band? Oh, not South Park. but um,
1: Favorite rock band 200. of all time. I'm going to guess Coheed for yours.
0: Man, rock band's weird because genres are really hard to is, suffice with. but
1: guitars and banging and drums. I'm going to say Coheed.
0: Uh, guitars, banging and drums and uh, A Day to Remember. I mean, I'll give you Coheed. Okay. I'm not giving you a day to remember because obviously Dance Gavin Dance is a rock band. I don't know how you did not say that. They're, they're genre bending. It's hard to say. That's why oh, I said the question's hard because they're, they're jazz one second and then hip hop the next. I'm, not, I'm definitely not getting this uh, correct. And I don't even know if you're going to get this
1: correct because I don't even know myself unless you just say an Answer I'm like, oh, yeah. Favorite hero from a video game. For a year, I don't oh, guess. What's his name? <laughs> his name is Nier. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Nier? No. See, I didn't think so. I didn't think he was your favorite hero. He's not
0: even really a hero. That's actually why I like the story like, so much. Yeah. He's an
1: anti-hero, isn't he? Ah, he's, or just, he's a, a gray, he's like a great Jedi.
0: He's, he's what I, he's what I like. He is not a story character that exists only to be one pure. One of the biggest things I don't like about, and even though I know that there's reason, but one of the things I didn't care for about Luke Skywalker is that he's meant to just be this pure good. And that's a, that's boring. Yeah. You know, one of the great things about Anakin and his whole thing is that you see the tragedy of him being pure good, but then being manipulated into being pure bad. And you and you understand that he's not a binary person. It's like he has these moments in between everything in a redemption arc. Those are good things. Favorite hero from a video game. We're going to have to go real, real lenient with this because I think it's really hard. I think it... More often than not, it has to be that the, it's it's a, somebody who ends with the game in a relatively good fashion. Yeah. Where at the end of it, most of the time things are good for them. Right. If I had to say your favorite hero, just because of history and everything across everything, I'm gonna say Link.
1: Yeah, I didn't. Even, I was still here doing the L like off. Oh, I already. I
0: was gonna say Link anyway, okay. just because of time. Do you have? Oh, you, you guessed near for me. So no, that's not yeah, it. Yeah, we're tied. Uh, four if four. I had to say probably my favorite hero in recent time it is really hard um I'm gonna say nathan Drake okay that makes sense. because he because the games tend to end with even when bad things happen the games end on a positive note
1: I'm just gonna say this is the next one's a villain from a video game I don't even know like what the villain is of near the first one so i don't i'm not get like
0: it's re- uh, okay yeah it's really hard to even describe
1: yeah so I don't even know like so obviously I'm just gonna follow it on that one I want to see if you can get mine though Favorite villain, and this is not going from a bad guy standpoint either. It's just going from nostalgia and the
0: game. Oh, okay. Wow, damn, that's uh, because nostalgia gets really weird. No, it gets really hard too. Because in my mind, I'm like Ganon. Nope. but then in the other side, and that wasn't my guess. I know, but. And then I'm thinking, like, I'm trying to think of the obvious ones for nostalgia purposes, mm-hmm. but I There's also think, I also know that you think Kefka's a genuinely good bad guy. So in my mind, I oh, want yeah. to use Kefka as an answer, but I don't think that's the one you're landing on. Nope. So that's the problem. I wonder if this is supposed to be quick fire. He didn't say it. I, I don't care. We're playing a game. We'll be done here in a minute. Villain from a video game Jack of Blades.
1: Oh, from Fable. No, is Skull Kid.
0: Okay, so yeah. You ne- know
1: what? I could have guessed, yeah, guessed that one. Yeah, you could have easily guessed that one. My favorite gaming butt. <laughs> that's easy for both of us. I think that's both a point. to be 2 booty.
0: Yeah, there we go. So we're both tied <laughs> still. 5-5. Hair color and a woman. Colors gets weird, but I'm going to say that you like a good kind of like autumn, auburn, like reddish brown. I guess. Colors are really you said hard to name. Reddish
1: brown, brown's technically the answer, so it's kind of well. Okay, so what I
0: mean is brown with a little bit of an amber tint to it.
1: Yeah, I won't say black for yours. Yeah, I'm gonna give it to you, big titty golf girlfriend. Okay, anyways, <laughs> uh, shoe brand. This is easy for both of us. Vans, I think, is both the answer. Yeah, it's so true. that's that's yeah. And I knew Brett was gonna guess that without a doubt. This one's gonna be hard. This is literally tie for tie. Uh, <laughs> well, there's
0: there's least favorite underneath oh, it. Oh, I know. So we have another chance.
1: I know. Well, it's all the same points. Yeah, it's true. What's my favorite fruit?
0: Have we discussed this before? I don't think we have. This is what I think. That that's what's weird about this. Yeah. I don't think you know mine, though, is what's going to be weird. Oh, I do. You go ahead, and answer oranges. first. Nope. Okay. I hate oranges. I, I know. I was going to say apple juice. I mean, apple, I mean, apple, <laughs> apple <would've>, sauce. <laughs> <laughs> that's not a fruit, but it's it is made a from a fruit. <laughs> apples are high up there, but blueberries are my favorite fruit.
1: That makes sense. You said blueberry pancakes earlier. Yeah,
0: but apples are a close second, dude. I love apples. What's mine? Um, your favorite fruit. Mm-hmm. Does it happen to be in a... Uh, it, it's not going to happen to be a No, hint. does it happen to be in a cobbler form? Is it a fruit? Well, I guess all fruit can be That's made in a, a hint? cobbler.
1: Uh-uh. Okay. Um, Even me answering it the way I could answer it, sometimes it could be a hint. I don't know. Favorite fruit? Very easy.
0: Blackberry? Peaches. Okay.
1: Wrong. Our least favorite actor? I don't know if I have a least favorite actor.
0: <laughs> you, you'd no mind if you'd ever paid attention to the countless times I've talked about it, but... Um,
1: I honestly can't think of what you're talking about. You might as well go ahead and say it because I don't have a least favorite actor.
0: Okay. My least favorite actor, and I've gotten more calm in my older age. I don't like Tracy Morgan at all. I can't stand him. He's more of a comedian. I, I will go to, he's, a, he's a, yeah. an actor though. I would go as far as to say for the longest time, I thought I hated him just because there's, you know, when someone comes on screen, and the first time I ever saw him, I didn't even know who he was. there was So there was no pre bias against him or anything. He was annoying to me the moment I, I already uh, was annoyed by him before he opened his mouth, and that's been crazy. I've never had that happen until that. Yeah, that's and weird. it was like I just knew he was going to annoy me, and then he started talking, and I was like, I was fucking right. Uh, so, but I've eased off on him. I just don't care to watch anything with him in it. I don't hate him. I wish him well.
1: Yeah. So that's not a point for either of us because I don't have a least favorite actor. I don't think.
0: Yeah, I can't. Really, I can't really think of one. For, for, that I could even imagine you talking about that I thought was bad. All right, least favorite video game. I don't... I don't the Surge.
1: Know.
0: No. Oh, I'm sorry. That's your favorite video game.
1: Yeah, apparently. Hang. <laughs> no, um,
2: my name is Mayo? Because
0: I haven't played it, I can't quite... I don't want to say that that's it. Like, you know?
1: See, I can't think of what my answer, actual answer would be. It's not the L- Surge. Like,
0: it has to be a least favorite game. For me, I can't even say games my least favorite unless I've at least turned it on and tried playing it. Oh, I don't know
1: what that is, then. What is it? I can't think of the name of it now. Um, um, shooty, futuristic, terrible game. <laughs> um.
0: <laughs> shooty, fur- futuristic, terrible game. Yeah, um... I'm gonna need a name. It's a beloved franchise. To tell you that you're right. It's a beloved
1: franchise. Oh my gosh, what is it called?
0: What generation is it from?
1: This generation, and then like three generations ago.
2: <laughs> I can't think of
1: the surname. I can think of the surname.
0: Well, what's mankind
1: the- divided? What is it called?
0: Mankind. Oh, Deus Ex. Deus Ex. Oh, damn, boy, you ain't kidding. <laughs> yeah, that I did bad. not care for that game at it, all it, because it
1: is Deus Ex: Mankind Divided, right? Yes, that's yeah. right. That's I, right. I, I, you uh, know what? I'm
0: going to give it to you. It's not yeah. just because I can't think of another game that I hate that much. You know yeah, that game was
1: bad. Didn't you give that to me? And then I think I traded it in. <laughs> yes. <laughs> all right. Uh, um, uh, your least favorite,
0: favorite video game? Because I never actually said one. I'm to I'm gonna oh. throw something out there. Oh, okay. Your least favorite video game. I'm just going to do the mic right here. Yeah. Back hurts. Or did I answer it? I don't think I did. I mean,
2: I think
1: you said, um, wow, my brain has been mushed with everything at (laughs) work. I can
0: technically say the same game because you You did not like it either. Oh, yeah. That was technically a joke, but I'll take it. I'll take it. It's been long enough now. Okay, so. What would you think it is, though? Try to think of a game that you played this generation, for sure. You just died not like it. That you just 100% were like, nope on and I know there's one that I just can't, like it's not crossing, the name is not crossing my mind, but I so severely remember you being like, that game was trash.
1: It's not uncommon of me to say. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll come back to it. Yeah, if I'm If you curious. name a game that I actually really- If I
0: can think of it, then we'll bring it back. Otherwise it'll be a tie on the uh, fact that we don't know it.
1: We'll answer this one as a one
0: because- uh, Genre's too hard. But yeah, genre's way too least hard. Least
1: favorite musical artist. Nickelback. I'm kidding, that's a joke answer I actually know Brett doesn't mind Nickelback I don't hate
0: him yeah. I understand that's why, I why they him. are joked on the way they are
1: Um Man, Brett doesn't really Hate, hate a lot of bands As long as they're trying I'm gonna say Evanescence because they don't try
0: Nope, okay. it's not Evanescence and What I, is it? They're okay uh, It's the same that I was about to guess for you, ICP
1: Actually, no, it's not ICP
0: Is it Suicide Boys? <laughs> What is that? Future uh, current day ICP for emo kids. What? Yeah, they all pop Xanax and uh, drink coffee. Well, it's up. funny
1: you said emo kids because I you, uh, you should have said uh, broken side.
0: Oh God, broken so side both, is bad. Both,
1: yeah, we both. At least I've met juggalos that are nice. I've never met least favorite a nice, food.
0: Man, this sucks. Okay, hold on. I've gotten better recently, so it's not as it's not as easy as it once was for me to say least favorite food.
1: I could just name something disgusting that you've eaten before that I know you wouldn't say yes or no to. But at that point, it's like, at,
2: where uh, least favorite
1: food? So, ah, uh, let's see. Go for mine. I'm, I'm thinking for you.
0: Your least favorite food is <laughs> it's going funny too because it's one. It's one. It's one
1: thing for you. Yes, it's it's so it's this is such a hard question because it's so broad. But I literally
0: have narrowed it down to one thing in my mind. That you hate. Yes, and we've joked about it countless times. That makes it even weirder. I can't think of a time we were joking about you not liking food. No, it, it's, it's a specific thing. Like, obviously, because it's food, you got you to name what it is.
1: For you, I was just going to say um, Papa John's Pizza. Nah.
0: I can eat Papa John's. Yeah. I, I mean, it's my least favorite Papa John's Do you John's want me to
1: pizza. give it to you? Because I don't think you're going to get it. I'm not going to guess it. Outback's Pork Chops. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's funny? They weren't pork chops. Yep, <laughs> they were steak, not. But, but they uh, looked and tasted. They should like have been pork, in pork chops. Shops. Does the other guy snore? Yes, Brett snores. No, I don't. No? Okay.
0: Do yeah. I snore? Yes. Nope. Until you started using nasal strips. Nope. Okay.
1: I'd never i never
0: snore. I mean I'm sure there's been a time where I'm like
1: I don't but I don't have no Seth. So, Seth, Seth is snores. loud. When I live with him at the links if I muted everything in my room I could hear him through the wall. Oh yeah. Um what
0: is their biggest pet peeve in life?
1: I don't, That's way too broad of a question. I don't think
0: so. I, I, I mean, I definitely have one. Um, but yours, I'm going to tie into some of the things I've seen. Your biggest pet peeve comes from people who come into a situation and are just 100% unprepared for it and then refuse to leave it.
1: Wait, what do you mean? You got to be specific there.
0: because it, It's it's a little broad in the sense of like, if someone comes in your store who really shouldn't be there and then continuously bothers you, even though you've told them what they need to do and just refuse to leave, it's one thing. No. But this is actually based around people who play video games online who come in okay, yeah, you from got a, it right. from a position going, of power. Not off
1: the, not well, are it, you good is
0: De- Destiny 2 is my example of okay, people who come already, into yeah. a game. And they act like they know what they're doing yep. and then they don't know what they're yep. doing.
1: And then they get mad at you for not knowing what they're yep. not knowing what you're doing, even though you do. Yes, um, yours is going to be um, broadsidedness, where you uh, not broadsidedness. What is it called? Somebody, somebody's so opinionated and that they are self righteous in their opinions.
0: Oh yeah, is yeah. that it? Yeah, that's definitely it. Okay. Ooh, are we still tied? We're still that that tied us right there. I think. Hold on. Good lord. Three, three, four, five, six, this has been an interesting seven, episode eight, of Reader Mail. 9 five, six,
1: seven, eight,
0: nine. I'm one up. Okay. What do you think is the saddest form of entertainment ever made? Movies for you? No. Okay, what's mine then? I'm going to take this as the thing that can make you the most sad. Okay. Because otherwise it's the quality of the entertainment is sad. That would be the only other way to read the question I can think of. Mm -hmm. So something that I think can make you sad... I'm going to land on movies for you. I think that's right.
1: No. Books. Okay. There's something about like the anticipation of turning a book page when you're in the middle of it.
0: Games get a special shout out because they kind of combine everything, but there's something so weirdly pure about music that can make you sad in a, in a crazy way where it's like, how did this collection of sounds just make me tear up? What
1: is their prized possession? A question he asked on Facebook
0: that we've already answered this episode.
1: Damn. <laughs> We're not going to count that one. Let's just yeah. throw that one out because yeah. we both said our answers on that one. Um, I guess the answer to this question would be yes or no. Would the other guy go back in time to change anything about their life? Which is also a thing that we answered. <laughs> Wait, you never said what you thought was... um. What? Uh, you said you would go back to it. Oh, the game? Yeah.
0: Uh, I still don't have anything.
1: You sure? Yeah. Think of a game that I hate more than anything. It's not hard. I thought about it in my head. Because this is technically the last question. So this is your chance at at least tying us.
0: Well, there's, a, there's one more. Well, there's a little bit more, actually. There's not a little bit more? Yeah. Through the 12th of July. It's fine. We'll, we'll move it to them quick. No, no, the, I'm talking about for the contest. Oh, yeah, yeah, I got you. Uh,
1: let's see. Least favorite video game of all time.
2: And you've played it. I played it.
0: Prey. Which one? The newest one. I I mean, Prey 2018, whatever it was called. That's
1: one of my least favorite video games. So... That's too, too broad like I have so many that flew through my head but that one stopped at the most current one yeah so
0: yeah we'll we not tie on that one then okay cool look at that so hey Saul we'll both go to Wendy's one day and just buy each other we'll buy each b- other b-
1: yeah I'll be sure to get the most expensive Frosty 3 yeah
0: Super large, frosty. Okay, uh, let's see. Now going back through, Josh gives us one more and says, Belle Delphine Disgust. In case you do not know what he's talking about.
1: Delicious bathwater.
0: Bell Delphine is the girl who does the uh, the hentai faces. Uh, there's actually a word for it, but I can't pronounce it, so I just call them hentai it's faces. it a- Ahidago? I, I don't know how to pronounce it. Um, I got, I saw that, and I was like, what is that? And then I Googled it. I'm like, oh, that's what that is. Yeah, I just can't pronounce it, so I just call it the... You know, anime slash hentai faces. Um, Ah, Ahigayo. She sold her bathwater, as far as I can understand, to people. And it was called Gamer Girl Bathwater. Uh, You know what? I think it's ridiculous. I think anybody who bought it was ridiculous. But I'm going to land on this. Her doing it, as ridiculous as it may be, I have no problem. Because if you can find a way to hustle in a really weird fucking way and make money from it, more power to you. As long as you aren't hurting anybody and by the sheer act of you just selling someone your bathwater, you're not hurting them. Well, what they do with that bathwater is entirely up to them.
1: Well, yeah, I was gonna say, I found the subreddit for it. (laughs) Of people actually doing things. So that's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty interesting. (laughs) (laughs) And I agree with what Brett said. Basically, um, you know, she put a product out there. People bought it. She's not the idiot that people are.
0: Yep. Honestly, it might have been a joke to her. Like, I wonder if I could make stupid money selling my bathwater. She probably knew she could, and I don't care. Get it, girl. Like, now, there's probably money. more to that because there's been some stuff about whether she's a good person or not. But I don't know enough about it to speak. I her, have no idea any like, form I, of authority. I
1: didn't even know this person existed until all this happened. and Same. I only knew it happened because of PewDiePie, um, not because he bought the water, but because of the, his videos. Uh, Josh Ayer says Phil Spencer is hailed as the Xbox savior or the ex- savior of Xbox thoughts. Absolutely.
0: He is. And I, I know Josh sometimes, I think, disagrees with this, but I'm going to kind of give out my case, and I think Saul will agree very much so. For as much as, as, for as, much as I think a lot of people view Phil Spencer's decisions with the Xbox brand Get to a have stretch. been at the detriment of it as a console manufacturer, I think that they have been at the benefit of it as a platform and as something that will stick around. I don't think if, if Phil Spencer wouldn't have come around and Don Matrick would have stayed up, uh, I think Xbox would have continued to spiral down and they wouldn't even be where they are now, not only in terms of console sales, but in terms of longevity. I think that this might have been the last Xbox uh, generation had they kept Don Matrick the whole time. So in a lot of ways, yes, he is the savior of Xbox. You very likely wouldn't have continued to see Xbox Ooh. without him, whether you agree with his business decisions or not. Agreed 100%.
1: He also is <clears throat> one of the best personalities to come out of any big corporation. No, he's very nice. Yeah. He's actually seems to be genuine with his portrayal of his personality, unlike some other things that have happened with other people. Don Mattrick, cough, cough. (laughs) Last string of questions up for tonight. This has been a two hour and 12 minute episode. Hope you guys loved it. But uh, Oathkeeper, Oathkeeper Kiki, I always mess up on that. Oathkeeper Kiki says, and I can't tell this is meant to be quick fire, but ironically for me, it's all the same answer. <laughs> Where do you guys see your personal uh, see yourselves personally in five years?
0: You can go ahead and ask them all if you want to, because it's the same answer for you. Yeah. Do you have any personal goes your goals?
1: You are working at them on it. What made you set this personal goal? <laughs> what do I see myself in five years? A new job. <laughs> do I have any personal goals? Getting a new job. <laughs> What made you set this goal? My current job.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So easy. Um, Okay, so mine's a little more than his. Uh, Personally, in five years, I want to be in a place where I'm not being the primary form of stability for my family. Or if I am, I have more resources to do so in a better capacity. I'm very lucky to be where I'm at. Very lucky that you guys help us fund this show. And it's not such a strain yeah, thank, on us financially as it once was. All. And that's awesome. We appreciate that so much, really. Yeah. Um,
1: you guys have no idea, but like how much of a relief that is.
0: Absolutely. So yeah, but outside of that, I want to say my biggest one is personally in five years, I want to be doing it's, it's similar to Saul's in, in one reason. I want to be doing a job, whatever it is. I want to be making money doing something that I love doing, not just something that I'm okay with doing because it pays the bills. Uh, That is essentially the goal that I'm working on at the moment. That's part of what this podcast is for us, not to become famous or rich or anything like that. If I can make enough money to support my family by doing these types of things, I'm happy. I don't need to be famous, famous. Uh, whoever it is, the small group of people who support us enough for that to be possible. I would be forever indebted and thankful to them and not even feel like I won't even get a bloated head. That's not, it's not what it's about to me. Yeah. So it, it's about feeling like you've come to the point in life. Like we talked about with the money where you're getting to do, you're getting to take control of your life and do something that's not easy. It's still hard work, but you enjoy every last second of doing it. So that's definitely that. And what made me set the personal goal? Uh, The feeling of watching other people go through their entire life, sometimes, never working a job that they truly loved. And I think that that's kind of a really scary way to live your life. Some people are lucky. Some of the things that they're really passionate about are things that are great jobs and helpful to a lot of people. There are people that want to be nurses because they want to help people. And, and that's a great reason to do things. And that's a great job to get. It pays well. You get to do a lot of stuff with that. But not everybody is, is so blessed with that. So uh, next up, uh, Oathkeeper Kiki says, "Tutor boot on the Switch Lite. Thoughts on it?
1: 100% by day one.
0: I'm going to land land on the 90% I'm for it. The only thing is, is even as somebody who would probably not even use the feature at all, I think it's incredibly short-sighted to not use uh, the docking feature or at least find some way to let it send a signal to the TV. I I think that that completely nullifies the fact of what the Switch is supposed to be. And I think that if they were going to do this route, they probably should have just named it something different and said all switch games will work on it in their handheld mode. All switch games that support handheld mode will work on the system, but the system is not a switch, but I know why they do it. They do it for market recognition and they do it for a lot of reasons. I can't say that I blame them. I just think it's a weird step.
1: Yeah. And, uh, that was it. You guys, we are going to open up next week's, uh, discord questions at least with one of, uh, Kiki's questions. And, uh, he, he draws a hard bargain with some platinum games so we're gonna <laughs> yeah. definitely start off with that one and we thank you guys Kiki I hope to see you later on tonight while playing Overwatch won't matter though because you'll hear this actually you'll see this tomorrow because I know you watch it so you'll see this tomorrow and you'll be like hey we played Overwatch last time well I think
0: he normally listens to him Hopefully. now since he's early access so you might hear this tonight Kiki anyway thank you all to all of our patrons everybody just takes a second to listen to this this is a long episode but it was fun and I hope us trying to figure out each other's least favorite and most favorite things wasn't yeah, drag. Is, a drag I thought it was fun
1: I think this is our longest episode we've ever done um so
0: for reader mail i think so
1: i think yeah. that's all the episode we've ever done period two hours and almost 20 minutes
0: yeah probably anyway we appreciate you guys a lot of stuff's been going on schedules have been weird this should have gone up to patrons earlier but we weren't able to record it until a day before it would have come out anyway these things happen we hope you guys understand i know most of you do we love you guys but until next time for normal triangle squared we will see you guys thank you guys thank you Thanks to our patrons Chad V., Dan Barber, Josh Jarrell, Matthew Green, My name is Dan, Douglas Below, Sean Santarude, Eric McAllister, Matt Sycamore, Shadowist, Stephen Salazar, The Stonard, Travis Below, Eduardo Palomino, Stefan Swanlin, Coy Live, Philip Laguerre, Corey Hickerson, Brian, Donovan Williams, William Digital Spooker, Derek Porter, Josh Ayers, Thomas McInnes, Brandon Edwards, and Sean One Neo. If you would like to support the show in any shape or form, go to patreon.com slash nartech and consider giving as little as a dollar a month. Thank you.
2: Thank you, guys.